Hello and welcome to episode, I forgot to check before this, 85? Six? Uh, maybe, I don't know. Welcome to an episode in the 80s of the <laughs> Nerd Info Podcast. <laughs> My name's Andrew Goulart, with me is... I think that's the first time that's ever happened. I, it is, because usually I check. I Nick Clattenburg. <laughs> and Josh Clattenburg. All right. It's been, it's been two weeks. I've completely forgot how to do everything I've been doing for like two fucking years. <laughs> I got to check now, because now it's going to bother me if I don't find out. Even though everyone listening to this already knows, so it's a moot point. Yeah. They're already into the episode right now. 84. 84. We're saying it's 85. All Fuck right. you. Skipping 84. Unlucky number. All right. So, it's been a huge week for it, wrestling. Yeah, that it has. Uh, we'll get to that after we talk about the other things we watched, because I did watch a few other, st- a few other things. It's been I have long a few enough. things that I've watched. But uh, just a fair warning, when we get to wrestling, if you don't give a fuck about wrestling, you don't want to hear us talk about it, it's probably going to be at least like a half hour of yeah, wrestling. I'd probably say that, if not more. Yeah. So, you, know, you block off some time. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll see when we get to that. But first, Nick, what else did you watch? Um, I actually watched two things. One was a movie and one was a show. All right. So, what would you like to hear first? Uh, let's go with the show. Uh, the Joel McHale Show uh, on I've, Netflix. I watched a couple episodes of that. Yes. With the host, Joel, Joel McHale. McHale. <laughs> <laughs> the Soup. Netflix's Talk Soup. That's pretty much exactly Featuring what it is. Jim it's Henson. Net, it's Netflix. Net, Netflix's. Is that plural? Ne- no. That's possessive. It's Netflix? You, you don't want it plural. You want it possessive. So, it's just Netflix? Netflix's. Netflixes? Yeah. No, plural would be... Josh, help us out here. Plural would be Netflix. I'm off duty right now. <laughs> I'm off, really? I'm off the clock. <laughs> okay, so, um, yeah, it's Netflix's version yes. of Taksu. Yeah. And uh, it is hilarious. It's completely uncensored. Mm-hmm. Uh, he still has the same gimmicks, same shtick. Same, uh, like, studio laughter, like the crew laughter. Yeah, the jokes crew and laughter. Shit. Uh, it's... In front of like a live studio audience. Oh yeah. You know, because it pans out every once in a while, and you see a bunch of people sitting there. So he is doing it right then and there. Yeah. Um, not too much to say about it. It's just fucking hilarious. Yeah, it's the soup. It's, it is. it's hilarious. You know, I, I've always been a big fan of the soup, and I used to love watching it. And I hated when, you know, it kind of just fizzled out. Yeah. Back when it was talk soup, I loved it. Like when yes. uh, John Henson was the host. Oh, absolutely. I don't think I ever missed an episode. I fucking love John Henson. That was a Henson. great show. Yeah. And then who took who took it after him? It was uh, Aisha Tyler. There was a there was another guy before oh. her though. What the hell is that guy's name? The little like comedian guy. I can't remember. He was Paul on like Rubens. No, he was on like I love the 90s and show. Yeah, Hal Sparks. Hal Sparks. Yeah, he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> John Henson was great. Aisha Tyler was pretty good, but yeah, yeah that and it was Joe, awesome. Joe McHale brought it back up. Yeah, definitely. So, I would say the two best hosts were uh you know, Joel McHale and Jim Henson. Jim Henson. <laughs> Got the puppets. He's dead. Long dead. Who, uh, who, the original host was uh, Greg Kinnear, wasn't it? Yeah. The original host of Toxic. Yep. <laughs> I never saw any episodes with Greg Kinnear, but it probably sucked. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so... Um, no, I've just been watching a couple episodes of that. Apparently it started maybe about a month or two ago. I think so, yeah. And uh, just kind of scrolling through one day, I saw it and I was like, you know what? I'll give it a, give it a watch. Yeah. And I, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's cool because it comes out weekly like a regular TV show. They yes. got new episodes every week. Um, the other thing that I watched, I watched a Netflix original movie. Uh, it was brand new. Yeah. Called The Titan. 
just came out not too long ago. Probably, I probably say maybe only like two weeks ago it came. I out. think I've seen this on like the Netflix page, but I didn't. I never yes. looked at it. Uh, pretty much what it is is it's the futuristic film. Yep. You know where pretty much all of our resources are gone, and ah! I hit <laughs> all the resources are gone. We've pretty much depleted everything. We're now trying to find a new world. Okay. And the one that I guess they figured out which can support life is Saturn's moon. Okay. Which I guess if they go there over time, it can be oxygenated and... Terraformed. Terraformed, thank you. And uh, turned into a sustainable living area. Okay. But with, to go through that process, um, Sam Worthington is the main character in the movie. And they have to go undergo all these tests and pretty much essentially genetic changes where some of the scenes that absolutely blew my mind, he's sitting at the bottom of a swimming pool for over 35 minutes. Jesus Holding Christ. his breath. I don't think that's possible. It, but that's the whole thing. Like they're pretty much just jacking him up with all these shots yeah. and everything. And he, his hair starts falling out. Um... His skin, like, starts to turn into this, like, scaly, like, not, not, I don't want to say, like, reptile, reptile, like, type skin, but... He looks like he's in Russia and he did, so he shot some crocodile. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, yeah, so, uh, no, I, I, I liked it. It's pretty cool. Like I said, it has that very futuristic, you know, set 30 to 40 years into the future. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Pretty. Is it like action or is it just like a drama? Uh, it's a... There is some action. It's not but like But it's a, mostly a drama. Mostly a drama movie. Uh, I wanted to check it out just because, you know, I, I like that kind of setting. Yeah. And uh, it was it was good. You know, I, I definitely... I don't recommend it. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't recommend it. Was, it was good to watch because it was, it was a good movie. Yeah, yeah. I just don't recommend it to people because it's just not... Not anything special. Nothing special. Just if you're in the mood for that type of setting and exactly. whatever. You if you're can... in the mood for it, watch The Titan. Also, know? Sam Worthington only do movies with the word Titan in them or what? Because it wasn't he the one in Clash of the Titans, the remake, <laughs> and Wrath of the Titans, and now he's in The Titan. <laughs> that was him, right? I yeah. And also Avatar. Yeah. But, uh, no, it's pretty cool, though, because like you actually see him undergo all these changes throughout the movie. Yeah. Where, you know, he's, he's swimming... In uh, obviously in a pool, and uh, he's just—I don't even think they clocked him at how fast he was going. But that motherfucker beat Michael Phelps. Jesus Christ! I mean, granted, Michael Phelps is probably dead by that point. Uh, yeah. In that movie, but <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he froze his head and he's coming back like Ted Williams will. That—that's true. And Walt Disney. Yeah. <laughs> Only like, if the Jews are gone. <laughs> the Jews gone? <laughs> no, put me back. <laughs> but um, yeah, you like I said, you see him undergo all these changes where he's like. Swimming from end to end in the swimming pool with almost just one propulsion. Oh, yeah. So he's like pushing his feet off the wall and he's almost already at the other end. So he turns into a merman. He turns into, <laughs> they just refer they refer to them as... The Submariner. Submariner. <laughs> uh, every time somebody says the word merman, I think of Zoolander. Yeah, he's merman. Like, he's like, I'm a merman. <laughs> I don't know why, but every time I think of merman, I, I think of Cabin in the Woods. Oh yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah, How he yeah. constantly wanted the merman to yeah, come he out. Yeah, the merman, and then it was just, like you're thinking it's gonna be like this big, like jacked up dude. It's yeah. like the complete polar opposite. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this 
humanoid <laughs> mixed with a fish. fish monster. Yeah. By um, uh, I think they were referring to them as uh, Titan Sapiens or something like that. It was okay. some weird new race. Yeah, yeah. But um, is that is that the name of the moon they were going to, Titan? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. I, I don't I really didn't. That's probably it because I know there is a moon called Titan, so that would I make sense. I think that's the one that's orbiting Saturn. Yeah, it must be. But um, yeah, you see him undergo all these changes, and pretty much he sheds that whole human exterior. Where I this is the other thing that bothers me about this. You see him, and they all continue to because it was several people. A lot of them died during this testing. Yep. And he's pretty much the main person that makes it all the way through. Yeah. But I don't understand how, like, in one scene, you still see him going under through all these tests. And then almost the very next scene, he's this bluish white character where his hand... He's ape sapien. Kind of. (laughs) But, like, his hand is, like, this one big piece is just skin now. Yeah. And... Uh, they only connect through like clicks and vibrations. What the f- he's turned into a man dolphin. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> but I think what it is is like they've taken so many genetic makeups that they put it into one host. Yeah. That they created like the perfect human. Yeah. Or a perfect weapon or whatever. Not Jeff Speakman. Ah. Jeff Speakman is the perfect weapon. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. No, I have not. Watch it. Okay. Is it called The Perfect it's Weapon? The perfect <laughs> okay. <laughs> that sounds like a, a Steven Seagal movie. It's close. <laughs> I'm not going to say no. <laughs> I'm going to check to see if Steven Seagal was offered a part in that or if he was cast out of the film because he was such like a douche. <laughs> he was deemed too dangerous. An over, an over racist. <laughs> yeah. Got to get back to doing that hot police work and teaching martial arts. Fast love. Dude, Tom Segura's... I, every time I think of Steven Seagal, all I think of is Tom Segura's bit about him and, like, teaching these cops martial arts. Like, all right, if someone throws a punch at you, you can block it like that. And, like, <laughs> falling asleep and just throws his arm up. You can block it like that. You know, like, if someone's on ground, you kick him in the throat like that. And he just, like, flicks his foot up, <laughs> barely off the ground. <laughs> oh, that was ridiculous. Oh, like, um... Yeah, I really haven't watched too many uh, too many other things. I've been watching a lot of stuff on YouTube. Yeah. Um, Instant Karma videos? Uh, I've watched a couple <laughs> Instant Karma ones. I can't get enough of the, them. The one that I've been watching lately uh, is a guy referred to as the L.A. Beast. Okay. <laughs> he showed me this video. I did. This guy, uh, I don't actually know his actual name. He just refers to himself as... La, the, La Beast. <laughs> is he Spanish? He, one video he does do that. Does. But pretty much what it is, is he is a competitive eater. He's okay. been a competitive eater most of his life. Yeah. He holds, I think, four or five Guinness World Records. Okay. Some of the ones that, the videos I watched were the World Records that he was completely just smashing. Yeah. Like, they were like, there was one in, uh, one that I remember very vividly. Um, he was doing the World Guinness Book of World Records Challenge for most powdered donuts Consumed in three minutes. Delicious. Full-sized or mini donuts? They were full-sized, but they had to be a specific measurement. Okay. Which, uh, the other thing I did not know, the people that work for Guinness that watch these people destroy their bodies <laughs> yeah. uh, are called judicators. Okay. So they were kept referring to them as judicators. Okay. So they're the ones that have to measure out the donut. They have to like weigh it. It has to all be certain characteristics. Right. 
Then the rules kick in where you have a three-minute time limit. You have to only use one hand. So one hand has to remain behind your back like so. Okay. And uh, after you're done eating that one donut, you have to show the judicator that there is nothing in your mouth. Is he allowed to drink water? Not allowed to drink anything. With powdered donuts? And he's not allowed to lick the... The powder off of his lips. What the fuck? That's crazy. That's like some kind of torture. Yeah, who came up with that shit? Like, the guy was like, watch, I'm make this fucking fat asshole do. Is he fat? <laughs> Not really. He's just thick. He's a big dude. Yeah, like a power lifter thick? I'd probably say yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I'd say that if he... Most of the videos, you see him sitting down the whole time. Yeah. I'd probably say standing, he's probably like 6'3". Oh, shit. And as you can see, he's a wide-shouldered dude. Does he have a bunch of hype videos calling out Joey Chestnut? Like like wrestling promos? <laughs> Some of them are. I'm coming for you, Jaws. Some of them are. <laughs> but, um... I'll see you at, at Nathan's on Coney Island, you bitch. He smashed that world record. In three minutes, yeah, and added another three donuts onto oh the record. My God, what was the record? What like six? Six was the record, or that's what he did. Six in three minutes was the record. Uh, and he, so he did nine. He did nine oh in three minutes. God. How the fuck it? Like he must be the drooliest motherfucker in the world nope. to be able to get that shit down. There, there was another one that I saw. It was like how many ghost peppers he could eat within two minutes. Oh my God, he must have like a stainless steel toilet at home, like a prison cell. Oh, dude, some of the videos that I've. <laughs> I showed Josh this one. Yeah, it was fantastic. This, this one was amazing. Uh, it was called the uh, the Candy Gauntlet. Okay. And it consisted of Reese's Pieces. Delicious. Snickers. Delicious. Uh, you remember the soda pop candies, the gummy candies? that were uh, Gummy colas? Gummy colas. I you. eat those every week. They're like my favorite candy. All right. <laughs> I always have them uh, back. Harry Bow Happy Colas. Tootsie Pop. Okay. And uh, Ferrero Rocher. Oh, delicious. Yes. Uh, not one of my favorites, but it is up there. I like it. I love hazelnut. All of them were the steroid-sized versions of <laughs> Jesus these. Christ. So, one Reese's Peanut Butter Cup was... Half pound? A half pound. Yeah, because I've seen the one pound package, yes. and it has two giant ones in it. Um, he ate one of the Reese's. Yeah. Uh, ate the whole Ferrero Rocher, which on the inside was just too loose Ferrero uh, I was going to say, did they find a giant hazelnut to put in the yeah. middle of the regular <laughs> genetically modified uh, hazelnut? So he ate the, like I said, the Reese's Cup. He ate the whole Ferrero Rocher. Then he moved on to the Tootsie Pop, which on, which it's shaped like a Tootsie it's Pop. It's filled with... But he ripped the top off. It's a clear globe yeah. with eight individual pops yeah. inside. They had that at uh, FYE. Yeah, he... Cracked every single one and swallowed them. Oh my god! <laughs> Fucking animal. Then he went on to the. He only ate half of the gummy cola. Well, that thing. Like, it was the big one, right? It was the giant. Yeah, the, one. Uh, that would like make me sick. I love those things, but uh, eating half of that, I'd probably throw up. I'm trying to think what else. Uh, the slice and cut Snickers. Yeah. He ate half of that. Jesus Christ. And I, I might be missing something else. Oh, a giant 12 ounce Hershey's Kiss. Jesus. And he ate the whole thing. Oh my god. Maybe you don't see him stand up that often because he doesn't have feet. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the diabetes. Yeah. But then he was saying like, oh, because I didn't finish this and I didn't finish this. He's like, I'm going to take. I'm going to give myself 50 lashes. Goes, I'm going to take this five pound gummy bear and microwave it and <laughs> drink it. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, it the, gets better. The second that he popped the door on the microwave and put it out in front of him. 
immediately you're just like, <laughs> <laughs> he like got a quick whiff of it and was just like nope <laughs> hot gummy bear liquid that's disgusting he didn't even drink it like oh, he just God. i think he he, caught vom- a whiff he vomited it. into it oh. <laughs> jesus it was Christ. fantastic uh give me one second i'm gonna try to see if i could pull it up that is an insane amount of candy like I'll, I'll have like I probably have happy colas like every week I would say if not every other week because I love them but uh, I'll eat like half a package at once of just like the regular Haribo packages like you get gummy bears in <laughs> and I'll feel I'll get like a stomachache just from that so I can't imagine eating all this fucking candy. <laughs> Is it throwing up? Not yet. Okay. I think I've seen this dude before. He looks familiar. <laughs> I just want to see his asshole fucking vomit. <laughs> yeah, he's a lot less fat than I thought he'd be. Though he probably wears those things on his forearms to increase circulation. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Oh, what is the sensor bar over? It's not covering anything. Oh, so much. Why is it like white? Oh, my God. Oh. Oh. How can you vomit? This dude has vomited more than I've ever eaten. Was he also drinking that Schwe- giant Schweppes can that's there? I don't know. He must have. Was he going to drink a sugar-free gummy bear? Yeah. Dude, those are the things that give you diarrhea that you can prank people with. <laughs> yeah, remember those? No. Oh, dude, if you get, like, oh, I always, me and another guy at work, I always talk about getting a package of those and just leaving them, like, on our desk so people come by and, like, grab gummy bears because there's some ingredient in them that, like, you it's have, a natural like, laxative. You have, like, three gummy bears and you will shit your fucking brains out uncontrollably. Thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> he did a challenge where he ate a five-pound bag of those. Oh, God! <laughs> did he just vomit everywhere or did he shit everywhere? Uh, he, a- he actually was looking at the camera and goes, I don't feel well. I'm going to go for a walk. He <laughs> gets up in the middle of it. And you see, like, a timer on his bed. Yeah. On his laptop, just counting. And it just keeps going. Yeah. He comes back, like, seven minutes later. Uh, and he's just sweating. He definitely shit everywhere. But um, he's done some weird fucking challenges, but that's like, it's almost been like my my new addiction. Yeah. Just watching this guy destroy his body. <laughs> yeah. He's going to be dead in like two years. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if you see something where it's like, oh, R.I.P. L.A.P. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, um, yeah, really haven't watched too many other things. All right. Um, Josh? I watched a movie where if I say it, you guys are going to just be like, Amazed at how good it is. One of those movies where you will stop doing everything for the rest of the afternoon. Heat. (laughs) You will stop for the next three hours and watch Al Pacino scream like he's on a cocaine-fueled binge. (laughs) She got a great ass! (laughs) So did you seek this out or was it on TV? It was on TV. It was on, uh, I I mentioned every now and then that show, uh, I'm not sure, Channel Viceland. Yeah, yeah. So just randomly, I, I, it was on this past weekend, I believe, I just flipped them through and I sometimes get it confused with the heat. (laughs) 
Oh, with uh, with the fat bitch. Yeah, <laughs> Sandra Bullock in the show. No, she's not fat. No, no, no. Yeah, the, uh, the other one, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. So every time I see the Heat, I get excited, and then I go, oh. oh. So when I saw Heat, and I went three out. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So yeah, I, I every time I will stop and watch that. I'm pretty sure I still have it on DVD somewhere, and I yeah. will still watch it like you know every now and then. It's Just such a great movie. It the is. last. 30 minutes of that movie is probably the, the best part of that. Yeah. That gunfight scene is absolutely amazing. I think it's, uh, I remember seeing something about how they did it like realistically with the number of bullets fired from each gun and like when they reload and stuff like that. It's yeah. all like completely realistic, the entire scene, which is surprising for a movie, especially from that era. The only other one that I know that's even close to that is like John Wick. Yeah, yeah. For like actual like dramatization to be like, he shot... 12 bullets. Yeah. He needs to change his clip now. Yeah. Like, you know, where you just, you see him fire a shit ton of bullets out of a machine gun and then drop the clip. Yeah. You know, like, that's the shit that I actually enjoy. Yeah. Not just... Rambo. Sit, just Rambo firing <laughs> off thousands of rounds. Yeah, a 30 round clip but shoots 10,000 rounds. Yeah. Didn't know if you know that. <laughs> Yo, it yeah, he's from Afghanistan. Yeah, <laughs> you're watching Lethal Weapon, and it's like oh, they're still firing the same Beretta. And yeah, they have not reloaded for like the past like four minutes. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I was gonna say it's such a good movie. Like you know, the beginning where they're uh, robbing the armored truck there, and then you know, in the uh, armored truck part, they take the the bonds and they try to you know sell them off, and they get shot at and. You know, and then there's like, yeah, that slow build up there, and it's got Danny Trejo in it. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, and then yeah, just the uh, the bank robbery scene was just insane. I was watching. Uh, I was I was say I was just reading right now that they um that scene there um involving like the shootout and the bank robbery. They show that to uh, Marine recruits, I guess, uh, as an example of like a, a proper way to. Retreat under fire. Oh wow, yeah. Um, and then they're saying something like in like I guess that entire scene there, they fire something like eight hundred to like a thousand rounds. Jesus Christ! Wow. Like between between everybody, it's like the cops and the uh, yeah, you know the the robbers and everything too. But um, yeah, so good. Um, speaking of John Wick, like, did you know that they actually offered uh, Keanu Reeves the part of Val Kilmer? It. In Heat. Oh, really? Oh, I yeah. was going to say, I'm like... Are they, they making they, a Val Kilmer biopic? Did, 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 did they just offer him up his life? <laughs> hey, you want to like take Val Kilmer's soul? <laughs> he's not doing he's, much he's now. He's trash. He's a fat old tick man. <laughs> the, the Saint was a great movie. <laughs> the Saint was a great movie. I, I love The Saint. Fat old tick man. He's all swollen. <laughs> RICC? He was, and then he canceled. I was fucking pissed because I really did want to actually meet him. He's yeah. probably a real piece of shit. I can only imagine how he probably like. I assume he thinks his shit really doesn't stink. Like Bret and then, Hart. Yeah, and then every once in a while, and then every once in a while, someone reminds him that like he hasn't done anything since the Saint that was worth looking at twice. Pretty much. I mean, <laughs> like you got like you know the mid to late '80s and then like early '90s was like his time yeah. he did like you know he, top gun and did batman he, yeah batman and tombstone then, uh he did yeah heat 
And then it got really quiet. Yeah. Then it was in that weird horror movie that I watched like a year and a half ago that was like straight to DVD that he died in the first <laughs> 10 minutes of. Jesus Christ. The one, I, I think I talked about it on here. I forget what it was called, but the one of the main characters was Ving Rhames. I forget what it was even about. I think like, I remember so, you talking he about died this. like immediately. I was like, oh shit, Val Kilmer's in this. Maybe it's worth watching. Nope. It's like, it reminds me of like Under Siege. Oh, no, that's, not, yeah. Not Under Siege, uh... Uh, executive decision. Thank you. Yeah. Executive decision. You just see you see Seagal die, and you're like, "What, what happened? What I the fuck is going on? Whose movie is this?" Yeah, I remember being like 13 years old, yeah. and then like my folks had rented that, and they were like, "Yeah, you know what? You don't want to watch it. It's got Seagal in it. It's got Kurt Russell." I'm like, "All right, cool." And I'm watching it, and all of a sudden, you know, he you gets yeah, he just gets like closes the door and gets fucking sucked out of the plane. And I was like. <laughs> What the hell just happened? He must have a secret parachute on. <laughs> I'm like, oh, he's gonna come back in the second. He's gonna come back in the third act and yeah. save them all. Yeah, he's holding onto the wing of the fucking plane. Yeah, skin is getting all ripped off. Oh, guys, fat belly's just slapping against his nut. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever see that? Um, what was it? Speaking of Val Kilmer, did you ever see that movie MacGruber? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. He was in that. Yeah, he was a bad guy, right? Yeah, he played a guy named Cunt. <laughs> That movie's fucking good, dude. That movie's so funny. <laughs> it is. It still, it still didn't be as shitty of a role as when he was in uh, Machete. <laughs> oh, he was in Machete? Yeah. I never saw Machete. Oh, I, I forgot about that. Yeah, you didn't remember Seagal was in uh, Machete. No, I forgot. Uh, oh, Seagal was uh, in Machete. Right. Okay. Oh, no, I was talking about Seagal. <laughs> the, the best part in MacGruber, the only part I ever remember, is when he goes to the cemetery to like talk to his dead wife. And then, like, she shows up as a ghost, and he starts fucking her, and it shows someone else's view, and there's no one there, and he's just, like, fucking the air. It's so, it's the funniest fucking scene. Oh, God. The best, we, what was it, we learned the, uh, the upper decker from that. Yes. <laughs> you take, like, a shit in, in, the, the, in the bowl. Flush tank. Yeah. And yeah. Then, <laughs> then you just wait for them to flush. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so I watched that, and then I started watching, I'd watched a couple episodes before, but... The second season's coming out in about two weeks, The Handmaid's Tale. Okay, yeah. Wow, the second season's coming out already? Yeah, yeah, they started showing uh, previews, and I was like, oh shit, I had only watched like the first episode or two, I yeah. gotta get on this. It's only like ten episodes, yeah. but um, Kayla and I watched the first three the other night. It's getting really good. Yeah. I mean, I had read the book when I was in college, but it's still like the way they're doing it. It's a you know really good show. Yeah, Megan and I when it first came out, we watched like the first two or three episodes and didn't really get into it, and we uh, we dropped it. But yeah, I'm kind of starting to get into it. Yeah. So I'm gonna see how the rest of it goes. But yeah, definitely interesting. Have you uh, heard much about it or The Handmaid's Tale? Mm-hmm. No, I started watching a few episodes and. Uh... Just kind of trailed off on it. Yeah, yeah, that's how I was initially. Like, I know with Hulu, you get the episodes every, like, week, I believe. Something like that. No, well, Handmaid's oh. Tale, they put out all at once. Oh, they do? Yeah, they're, yeah. Oh, okay. they're original shows. They put out all at once. All right, cool. But uh, for, like, stuff that's on TV, it just it goes on Hulu that's the day why. after okay. All right, so I thought it was, like, all together. I thought, well, I thought it was week by week, but right. it's, apparently it's all together. Yeah, it so. should be, unless they change it up, but like they're the, the first season they put out all at once. Yeah, I'm going to make sure to uh, like check it all out, because I, like I said, I've got, well, it's not next week, but it'll be the week after. Um, yeah, I definitely want to make sure I start catching up on that then. Yeah. Um, other than that, no, I was going to say not too much. All right. How about you? I watched, let's see, I think it was uh, this past Friday, the Friday before, uh, Trailer Park Boys season twelve was yes. released on Netflix. It was a Friday, 
and Megan and I watched the entire season on Friday night and blasted through the entire thing. Nice. It was an excellent season because uh, now, like, the Lucy character has been gone for a while because, like, she didn't like Bubbles because he was, like, real-life Mike Smith was, like, accused of domestic violence or something like that, but then really, really like, uh, supposedly nothing had happened, but I guess she just hated him ever since then, so that's why she left the show. Um, but this time, they finally replaced who uh, Ricky was dating okay. with uh, this new woman named Susan, I think it was, and she's fucking hilarious. She has, like, the filthiest fucking mouth just like Ricky, and she they're constantly, like, fighting and arguing back and forth, and she says some pretty hilarious shit, so she was ten times better than Lucy ever was. Um, but yeah, this season, their whole scheme is, uh, Bubbles starts making beer. Okay. So they start, they have like a little brewery at his shed and they make a beer called Freedom 35. And, uh, yeah, so that's their scheme for this, uh, for this season basically is trying to like get rich off the beer. Okay. But it was definitely an excellent season. I loved it. I was sad that I blasted through the entire thing in one day. I was like, fuck, I gotta wait a full year now. Why do I always do this? So I did it the year before too. Um... I watched, I talked about this last time, how Megan and I were watching that show Shut Eye on Hulu. Yes. The Jeffrey Donovan show uh, about, like, the uh, Romani gypsy, like, uh, criminal families, basically. And Jeffrey Donovan's a, a psychic. <laughs> yeah, like that. <laughs> and uh, Jeffrey Donovan's, like, uh, works for them as, like, a storefront psychic. Unemployed. <laughs> and um, it, uh, it was a fucking awesome show. But then... Right before we watched the last episode of season two, I decided to Google, oh, when's uh, season three coming out? And the first thing that comes up is an article from January. Hulu cancels Shut-Eye after second season. And I was like, fuck, because they did not know they were going to get canceled. So nothing is wrapped up and there's tons of loose ends at the end of season two. And now they'll just never be resolved because the show got canceled months wow. ago. But it was a fucking great show. Maybe if I had watched it back before they canceled it, they wouldn't have canceled it because they would have had more viewers, but... Possibly. I didn't get around to it until it had apparently already been canceled for like two months. No but shit. It was fucking great. I mean, it's hard. To, I would recommend it wholeheartedly to anyone, but it's hard to recommend now knowing that you'll get two seasons through and then you'll be left with mostly unanswered questions. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to recommend, but it was fucking awesome. I'm glad that I didn't know it was it was over until like uh, just before the last episode because otherwise I wouldn't have been able to finish like a whole season knowing that it went nowhere. But, uh. Yeah, so. yeah, if you were, like, midway through, like, the second season, you looked that up, you'd be like, fuck this. Yeah, not. what's the point? Yeah, I don't um, give a shit about any of these characters. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it was a fucking great show. Sad sad to see that it was canceled, but um, I watched, uh, Megan and I started watching The Office, because she's never seen it before, and uh, I've only seen seasons I, I one. Put, I, I like watching The Office. Yeah. I put it on mostly, like, during, like, uh, what is it, uh, it's, like, background noise. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've only seen seasons one through three because back when I was in college, I had seasons one through three on a hard drive on my computer. Okay. Um, and that's all that was out at the time, I think, was season three. You know, season four was probably on TV at the time. So I had seen those seasons, but I would never actually watched it after that. So I haven't seen shit since season three, and she hasn't seen any of it. So uh, I had watched, like, season one and half of season two, like, on my when I was on my trip. Okay. And then I got her to start watching it, so I just started back at the beginning. The first season's only six episodes long anyway, anyways. Okay. And then uh, second season's normal length, like 20, 22 episodes. So we're, like, two or three episodes into the second season. And uh, so, yeah, probably continue with that, and be that'll be our, like, daily thing, like, knock a few episodes out every day. Okay. Um, I went to the Theatra. <laughs> the theatra. You, you, you had a cinematic uh, adventure. I did. You clashed yourself up. Uh, yes, and I wore a suit with a broken zipper and cut a <laughs> hole in the bottom of my popcorn. 
<laughs> I went alone and I sat close to a child I didn't know. <laughs> uh, no, I saw. Did you see Boss Baby? <laughs> yeah, Boss Baby too. <laughs> I was the only one in the theater. I thought it would be ripe for the raping, but there was no one there. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> No, I went to see Ready Player One. That's nice. The, uh, that's the banner headline for the show. Right for the raping. Yep, right for the raping. I think uh, Apple Podcasts might take that down. How'd you th- How'd you like it? I loved it. I mean, people complain because it's not like they change a shit ton from the book, and like, yeah, they did change a shit ton from the book. Doesn't mean that it was bad. Right. Like, I, I loved the book. You also you, loved the movie. You can't do the the book to movie verbatim. Yeah. No you shit. Can't. It would have to be fucking ten movies long. Yeah. Not just that, but um, I went to go see it. Yeah, with Caleb. Oh, you did? Yeah. yeah. And um, it's totally 80s. Like, the yeah, book oh, is, yeah. if you put that out now, there's going to be so many kids who are like, I don't get it. Yeah, right. Like, it, there was a part in the book where um, I think for the, like, the third key or something like that, he jumps into the role of Matthew Broderick in, in War, War Games, Games yeah. and has to act out the entire movie. Yeah. Any kid watching that in the movie theater now would be like, I don't know what the hell this is. Why is he playing the role of young Inspector Gadget? Yeah. Why is why is Ferris Bueller? <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't even know who that is. No. <laughs> why is he it's Inspector Gadget? Why is the man from Godzilla doing this? <laughs> <laughs> that was why? an underrated movie. You uh, loved that movie. Uh, that's why I'm uh, you wore the shit out of that movie and Top Gun. <laughs> and? Iron Eagle. Damn right. Iron Eagle. <laughs> which, the, <laughs> which they did not play the song at one night at Queen on yeah, Sunday. So, so, yeah. So, you know what I did? Listen to it right after that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, in Ready Player One, I thought the way they depicted the Oasis was amazing. Like, instead of just having yeah. to picture what it would be like, I thought their, their, their picture of it, their view of the Oasis was really cool mm-hmm. to be, like, immersed in that world. And just the fact that they got so many, a ridiculous amount of licensed characters that you can only just see in the background for like half a second. So every time there was a scene with a ton of people, I was looking all over the place. There's people from like fucking Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, Halo, like Gears, this shit from Gears of War, Ninja Turtles, like everything. It's insane how much shit they got. And, like, it's just passing people, like, that you just notice. Like, they don't point any of it out or anything like that. It's yeah, just you don't just you go say. out nowhere and be like, hey, there's Ryu. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> just like you have to notice it yourself, but there was so much of it. And Did, like, didn't I hear that they replaced like this big like Japanese robot yeah, yeah. with um, a Gundam? Yeah, they couldn't get and the Iron Giant. Iron Giant. That's yeah. what it was. They couldn't get the license, I think, for Ultraman. Ultraman. Yeah. yeah, it was well in the book. It was he had that item that turned like Parzival had the item yeah. right that turned him into a giant robot. Yeah, and he turned into Ultraman. Where in the movie, his friend H just has an Iron Giant that she was building, and uh, so they have that. But then another character, Daito, I think it was. He had that item that Parzival had in the book, and yeah, instead yeah, of they... turning into Ultraman, he turned into Gundam. Oh, okay. Um, but which they... was fucking badass anyways. Yeah. But they still had Mechagodzilla, so yeah, I was yeah. like, all right, that's that's pretty cool. It was a pretty sick moment when Shai- when uh, Daito shows up, and he's just like, I choose the form of Gundam, and he just transforms into this giant fucking robot, and starts wrecking shit. It was, it was awesome. Like, I... yeah, they changed they change all the challenges. They did, but I really, I really enjoyed the second challenge. Which one? Well, I'm trying to think. What was the second challenge? When, when they had to go into The Shining. Oh yeah, that was <laughs> how good was crazy. that? Nick, yeah, you have to see the movie just for that. All right. Uh, it's not in the book anywhere, but the second challenge, like to get the second key, is you have to go into the movie The Shining. <laughs> yeah. So it's fucking. It's Fuck. Just imagine that for a second. Fuck. How many man. times have you seen The Shining? And got, Enough. Yeah. And even when they go into The Shining, as soon as they get there, you can notice that the film gets grainy because like it, it's made to look. It looks exactly like The Shining. But then the characters themselves, they're all CGI. 
and they don't look grainy at all. They look like perfect, and then just over this background of this grainy ass like shining foot, it looks unbelievable. It looks so good, and uh, yeah, you have they have to like figure out what they're supposed to do in the shining world, but. Yeah, that was a crazy, like, that was a crazy, ch- I don't, what was the second challenge in the book? I remember the first and third, but I can't oh, remember the second I, one. Was. I forgot. Um, was it a different arcade game? Because the first one was Joust, right? Yep. And then this, what was the second? You had to do something. I can't even, I can't remember. Yeah, me but neither. They changed all three of them, but it doesn't make it any worse than the book. It was no. still very entertaining. Like, the first That's, one. That sounds very entertaining Yeah, to me. it was a big surprise, because I'm yeah. watching it, and I'm just like, all right, you can... You know, you, you've read the book and you're just like, all right, you're waiting for it. And you're like, all right, they didn't do this, but they did do this. Yeah. And it's like, all right, well, all right, all right, I, I, I like this. Yeah, uh, it was awesome. If you haven't read the book, book if you had, have read the book, definitely go see it. It's, it's super entertaining regardless because, like, Megan liked it. She never read the fucking book, Couldn't doesn't give a shit about the book. But uh, she enjoyed she, the movie. Know how to read? Oh no! Oh. I could get an audio book. Oh okay. But I, that's I, my territory. I slapped the shit out of her, out of her the other day, really hot, and she can't hear so good anymore either. So oh. I don't know. It might be all out. Might just have to make her lay on the floor from now on and do nothing. Got it. Um. So yeah, Ready Player One was fucking excellent. All right. Um. Now we'll move on to wrestling. Alright, we'll go in the order that things happened. So, so Saturday. Take, well, technically that's WrestleMania. No, not WrestleMania. Uh, Hall of Fame was first. I didn't watch any of that. Neither <laughs> so, yeah, NXT. Yeah, yeah, the Dudley Boys, Goldberg, Ivory. Uh, A little retarded kid. Kids are like Nuh-uh. Yeah. yeah. I know. <laughs> His name's like Jaquarius or something. Fake news. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is like uh, Jarius. His name's Jarius. Jarius. Close enough. <laughs> Gonna be an NFL player. Um, so, and so we'll start off with NXT, NXT TakeOver. TakeOver New Orleans. It was fucking amazing. Gotta say, before we even get to WrestleMania, the matches themselves at NXT TakeOver were way better than any of the, any match at WrestleMania. Oh, hands down. <laughs> they were unbelievable. So, the first match of the night, they started off with quite the bang. It was a six-man ladder match. For the uh, brand new and vacant NXT North American Championship. So, it was a six-man ladder match between Adam Cole, Velveteen Dream, Killian Dane, Lars Sullivan, and then two debuting NXT guys from the Indies. I think they're both at Ring of Honor. Well, EC3 was at TNA. EC3 Ricochet was, was at, Ring of Honor, I think. Uh, Ricochet was uh, Lucha Underground. Oh, was he? Okay. So, yeah. Ricochet and EC3. Yes. Ethan Cotter the third. Um and that match was unbelievable. I was super excited just to see Ricochet, to see what he could fucking do. And it blew me away. <laughs> the first thing he did when he came out, like he gets into the ring, match stops. The first real move he did, there's a bunch of guys outside the ring. He runs, he like skate, he like runs up the turnbuckle onto the ropes next to the turnbuckle, and then sprint does a springboard off the top rope, shoot and stop press, which is basically jumping forward but doing a backflip. Yep. And lands on everyone. I was like, holy shit, that was fuck. That's how he started the match. Yep. So. There's plenty of crazy shit after that. Like, uh, Velveteen Dream did a huge elbow drop yeah, off the ladder. Yeah, he did the Purple Rainmaker yeah. uh, elbow drop. He did it to the, everyone, yeah. but he did one of them off the ladder. Yeah, he went to the very, very top. It had to have been at least a 12-foot ladder. Yeah, definitely. To the very top. The one that you don't stand on. That one. <laughs> <laughs> Not that one. 
Oh, the one with the little warning and the little X on it with a person falling backwards? Yeah, that's the one. But then he decides to do a pretty much just a Randy Savage elbow yeah. off the top of that. I don't know how his hips didn't explode as soon as he hit the ground. I'm surprised he didn't go through the center of the fucking <laughs> That's ring. true, yeah. Uh, we had some excellent spots with like the making little ladder bridges to the outside and getting the busted getting broken right through. Um, uh, but yeah, the winner at the end... First ever uh, NXT North American Championship, Adam Cole, baby. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm, I wasn't disappointed. With no, that. I didn't. I, I wanted, I wanted Ricochet to win. I, the only two top ones for me were Adam Cole or Ricochet. Yeah, that was I was the same way. Yeah, but, uh, I, so I'm not disappointed with Adam Cole. No. and I'm sure Ricochet, like how over he is with the crowd already, like. People chanting, people going nuts just during his entrance, and he, it's not like he has a surprise entrant. They knew he was there. No, people just going nuts to see Ricochet at NXT. So he's gonna be fucking huge. Oh, he's gonna be one of the biggest, probably the biggest stars that ever comes out of it. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy, and I I can't wait till he moves up to the main roster to see a match with him versus AJ Styles. I think would be unbelievable. Oh, that would be an amazing match. Um, so let's see another match. We got uh, the NXT Tag Team Championship. It was a triple threat tag team match. Yes, between Undisputed Era, the champions. Supposed to be Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, but Bobby Fish was injured with a torn ACL. With torn ACL, so Adam Cole took his place uh, after already uh, winning the North American Championship. So he's already beaten and bruised from that. Yeah. So, so it's uh, Undisputed Era versus Authors of Pain versus Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne. A non orthodox team, but a pretty entertaining team at least in were. the other matches. Uh, Pete Dunne's like he's one of the ugliest motherfuckers I've ever seen, but he's a pretty good performer when it comes to oh, wrestling. So, yeah, that was a pretty amazing match with uh, quite the twist at the end with uh, basically Pete Dunn's about to win it for him and Roderick Strong. He hits a bitter end on someone. I can't, I, it might have been Kyle O'Reilly, I think. I think, I think it, was. it was. And uh, Roderick Strong comes out of nowhere, breaks up the pin, picks up Pete Dunn and hits yep. him with end of heartache yep. and then puts Kyle O'Reilly on top of him to win it for Undisputed Era. And then basically after the... He takes Adam Cole's uh, CFO armband. Yep. Then just pops it right on his, yep. and both of them are just shocked. Yeah. So big heel turn, and Roderick Strong now a member of the Undisputed Era. And he's the other half of the tag team champions, I believe. Well, he's probably part of it because of the Freebird rule, because he wasn't on the team that won. Technically, he just helped him win. Exactly. But since he's part of the faction, he'll probably be considered yeah. a... Because oh. I think I saw a picture on Instagram of him and... Yeah, both the tag team champs, Adam Cole and Bobby Fish. So it was all four of them. And he had one half of the, the belts oh, yeah. on him. So I was like, oh, all right. So yeah. they're making this work. Yeah. So it's uh, their faction just got a little bit bigger. It's probably just because Bobby Fish is injured. Uh, but I would, I would like for it to stay like Yeah, I know. That. Like we always talked about how they should have like a, a strong four-man, five-man something faction, like a bigger faction. And especially having it in NXT is something that they haven't done before yeah I, like i mean they've had they have sanity yeah and that's a four-person faction yeah i i don't i don't know because i i like sanity but at the same time it doesn't really doesn't yeah. do anything for me yeah we'll see what they do i'm surprised that they aren't moving up any, that they haven't moved up but you never um, know superstar shakeup maybe they will that's the thing that a lot of people are saying they're saying that like you know guys like uh drew mcintyre yeah, yeah. could get a call up yeah uh sanity could get a call up andrade cn almas that's another one yeah um so we'll move on next match we had the women's championship match uh ember moon versus Shayna baszler i 
was not happy with the outcome. I wasn't happy with the outcome, but I did like during the match how Ember Moon did that brutal fucking elbow stomp onto yep. Shayna Baszler that she did to Dakota Kai and Ember Moon. Yes. Um. So that was devastating. But then she ended up going out like losing by submission, but the good guy way, where if you're a face and you're getting submitted by a heel for a championship, you don't tap out, you just pass out. Yep. So that's how she ended up losing. She got choked out by Shayna Baszler in a rear naked choke that she was in for like 10 minutes. Um, yeah, she was just holding on, and I'm like, come on. Yeah. I'm like, there's nothing you can do to get out of this. After that long, I was like, all right, she's going to get out of it. She's been in it this long. Like, why would they drag it out? But no, she she passed she out. went to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Um, so <laughs> Shayna Baszler is the new champion. Um, Definitely not happy about that. But then what I was happy about, I know you were happy about too, the NXT championship match. Ooh, great match. Andrade Cien Almas versus Aleister Black. One of the Long, coolest motherfuckers to ever, ever be in NXT. Long overdue for Alistair. Yeah, Black. definitely. Still undefeated in singles competition. The only yeah. match, the only match he lost was that triple threat or fatal four way for the number one contendership yes. back uh, when Gargano won it. Yep. Um, but yeah, that was a fucking amazing match. You had Zelina Vega throwing her normal bullshit out there. Apparently, the only move she can do is a Hurricane Rana because that's all she ever does to anyone. Yeah. Like she did Johnny Gargano like every match. She did it to Alistair Black twice, I think. But she just runs, jumps off something, and does a Hurricane Rana into something else to hurt to hurt the dudes. So she pulled that shit, but Alistair Black was able to hang in there. And then at one point, she went for like a crossbody on him or something like that. Yes. He ducks out of the way, and Andrade Cien Almas catches her. So he's holding her sideways. And then while he's holding her, Alistair Black hits uh, Andrade with the black mass. Mamma mia! <laughs> Mamma mia! <laughs> oh, God. Did you see the video online? I don't think so. On Instagram, I guess it's on like the uh, NXT, uh, what is it, Instagram page? Yeah. It's just him like blowing his fucking mind over everything. <laughs> he does lose his fucking mind. Jesus Christ. He gets real fucking excited. Oh, yeah. Mauro Ronaldo. Yep, just out of nowhere here. Mamma mia! <laughs> so, yeah, Aleister Black's the new NXT champion. I'm so happy about that. I'm a big Aleister Black fan. It's long overdue for him. Yeah. But, um, yeah, great, great match. And we had the main event, which started off slow and just went on to be oh. one of the most grueling, unbelievably awesome matches I've ever seen. The, the one... A highlight of that match that really sticks out for me is when uh, Gargano, I think it might have been Gargano, ripped up the, uh, what is it, the padding on the floor? Champa ripped it up. Yes, but, but then Gargano. Uh, much later, yeah. Yep, powerbombed him oh. onto the cement yeah, floor. Yeah, that was savage. Like, there's like, like a cement basement floor. Yeah, when I saw him, like, what was he, on the ring apron? Uh, yeah, I think uh, Champo was on the ring apron and Gargano was like underneath him, yep. so grabbed him for a power bomb. And then he just took him and just boom. And you heard the slap of just his back slapping against oh. the concrete. Oh, it must have hurt so fucking bad. Dude, uh, just that sound alone made me just go, ah. Yeah. But like every Gargano match, it was like just towards the end, it was just big move after big move when every single time you think, all right, nah, it's over. And then they kick out and they go, nah, now it's over. And they kick out like just finisher after finisher and they keep kicking out like... Champa even gave Gargano his finisher from the top rope, that powerbomb lung blower from yep. the top rope. I think he called it, used to call it Project Champa. I don't know what he calls it now. But he did that off the top rope, which was devastating. That's a de- devastating finisher anyways. And he still fucking kicked out. I was like, if you, how do you kick? Usually when they get like keep kicking out of finishers, someone does an avalanche finisher from the top rope. Yeah. And that's what puts it away. But he even kicked out of that. And then when we got towards the end, Champa like pulled off his knee brace. Uh, 
and uh, he was going to, for his like running knee and shit like that, which he he already hit running knee like a couple of times, but Gagano kept kicking out, and then towards the end, he uh, Gagano like grabbed the knee brace and just started beating the shit out of Champa with it, and then he ends up getting him in the Gagano escape. Yep. And while Champa's reaching for the knee brace to like hit him with it, he grabs the knee brace instead and puts it like around his fucking face and like makes it like a cross face. Yeah, almost. with the knee brace and ends up tapping him out with his own knee brace uh, for the victory. Did so they, he's he's reinstated in NXT. Yep. And then they hugged. Yeah, and then they hugged. Did they hug? No, they didn't. Hug. No, they didn't. Hug. They kissed. <laughs> they did butt things in front of everyone. <laughs> but yeah, it was a fucking unbelievable match. Like Gargano is like one of the most. Talented. Yeah, exciting performers that I've ever seen. Like, every time he puts on a match, by the end of it, it's like, it's ridiculous. Because two of the best matches I've ever seen at NXT were Gargano versus Ciampa and Gargano's first uh, takeover championship match against Cien Almas. Like, they were unbelievable. Uh, So, um, we'll see when he moves up to the main roster. But, I mean, I don't know when it's going to be. Yeah, it'll probably be a little bit. Yeah. But, yeah, so takeover... Fucking unbelievable. If you want to see some wrestling just with some super entertaining matches and not like promo after fucking promo like the main roster is and it yep. can get kind of old, see, that's w- watch thing, NXT. That's the thing that I've just been looking forward to every week now is just NXT. Yeah, it's all like there's like three or four matches every episode and they're always solid. I will say this. I know we're kind of breaking a little order right now, but I'm so happy they've already done s- format changes to Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. We'll get to that in a second, okay. but I just had to say that. Okay. Um... So yeah, next was WrestleMania itself. WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Uh, I watched. I watched everything for even the two-hour kickoff show because they had the men and women's uh, memorial battle royals. Yes. Well, the men's one is the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. The women's one was the Fabulous Moolah Memorial Battle Royal. But then, but then after after much outrage about uh, Fabulous Moolah being a fucking terrible monster person, <laughs> they decided to just call it the WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal. Yep. So. Uh, because they couldn't go with May Young because they already have the classic. Yeah, which they have the second one. They're doing a second May Young classic that yeah. I saw an ad for. So they're uh, doing another UK tournament as well. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I watched WrestleMania from 5 p.m. to midnight. How and many times did you pee? My penis went from 6 p.m. to midnight. Uh, I don't know. I probably didn't pee that much. I wasn't drinking or anything, so I didn't oh, pee okay. that much. I was, gonna I was just eating you. fucking like candy and chips and <laughs> all kinds of garbage. You know, like, I don't want to have to cook a fucking thing. Oh, I had dinner, too, I think. <laughs> I don't even know what I had for dinner. <laughs> what was it, Sunday? Mm, I don't know. Probably chicken or something. Okay. That's <laughs> what it usually is. Um, so, yeah. We had the WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal on the kickoff show. Uh, it came down to Bailey thinking that she won it, but then uh, Naomi running back into the ring because she was on the outside, but she apparently never went over the top rope. So she was still legal. She came back in, tossed Bailey the fuck out of there, that dog face bitch. And uh, she ends up winning. So she's the first ever winner of the WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal. The men's won. I was only excited for that because I knew it was the only match that Dolph Ziggler was going to be in for the whole night. Yeah. Uh, and he lost like halfway through. And uh, towards the end of that, I can't remember who the last two people were, but one of them was Matt Hardy. And then yeah. uh, out of nowhere, uh, the lights go out, Bray Wyatt shows up. And uh, helps his old nemesis, Matt Hardy, to uh, win the Battle Royal. Well, you, you remember that you did the ultimate deletion match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was purified in the, uh, the, the waters of Lake Minnetonka. Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, in this whole thing, Josh, I know you just gave me that look. But there's uh, some, some, some the water source 
<laughs> yeah. they have at uh, was it the hot the Hardy Compound or something like that? I don't know what they call it. The, 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 we, I just refer to it as the Waters of Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> yeah, because there's just some other weird ass name that he came up with. Yeah, and uh, you know Bray Wyatt gets thrown in there and just disappears. Yeah, I was looking it up on here. It says Woken Matt Hardy lasts ten hours straight. <laughs> <laughs> A YouTube video of just looping laughter. <laughs> oh God, that's all. <laughs> After this McGruff commercial, <laughs> oh, that's still, that dog's still alive. <laughs> is it? It's a commercial for like a car insurance. Isn't yeah, it's, it? a, it's a Geico commercial. It's Geico. But I freaked out while the first time I saw it. I was like, "Hey, that's McGruff." Yeah. <laughs> it's that's pretty much just what he does, but it's only for like ninety seconds on TV. <laughs> yeah. How long is that video? Ten, Ten hours. hours. Oh, God. <laughs> That's that torture. Drives that, someone insane. That's what they use on, like, you know... <laughs> yeah, they use, like, Guantanamo Bay. The, yeah. the, the Kuwaitis. <laughs> they're like, you're going to tell us where you're going to bomb. And they're like, you know, die, infidel. And they're like, all right, well, send them money. Uh, they start bleeding from the ears immediately. In the nose and the eyes. By the eyes. end of that ten hours, that person sitting in the chair is... Yeah. <laughs> um, I, right. would, I would like to test this theory. Okay. I feel we'll like, we'll I, kidnap someone this weekend. No, I'm saying oh. I, I'll do it. I'll do it. Oh, okay. But it, it would just have to be one of those things that, like, you you, you guys all have to watch me. I don't want to go insane. <laughs> we'll just put you in a padded room. Just put me in this room. No, there's equipment in this room. <laughs> yeah. Break something. <laughs> My most expensive possession is in this room. Uh. I, 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 for those of you who can't see us, which is everyone, I adjusted to my suction cup dildo I have sucked to the wall. Yes. <laughs> it is a very nice piece. It is. Um, All right, so back to after WrestleMania. WrestleMania, we were talking about the Andre the Giant. That was it for that. The last match of the kickoff show was the Cruiserweight Championship. It was apparently the culm- I haven't watched 205 Live. I haven't watched that thing in months. Uh, the culmination of the Cruiserweight tournament that they had from when Enzo had to give up the belt when they kicked his his raping ass out. Although he was acquitted and apparently then people are saying now that that girl made all that shit up. Yeah, I heard about that. Um, So, I don't know. He ain't coming back. Oh, he ain't coming back. Sorry, once you're accused, you are forever tarnished. So, he's never come back. So, I hope he enjoys his uh, job at Burger King or the fuck he's going to be working. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, it was uh, Cedric Alexander uh, who I don't really care for too much versus Mustafa Ali, who I, I like Mustafa Ali. Yeah. Um, I liked, uh, I definitely liked their uh, WrestleMania like ring appearance. Yeah, Mustafa Ali had like that Iron Man-esque thing with the that, fucking like, light sub, on his... He had like a Sub-Zero Iron <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah, like a laser light on his palm. Uh, and uh, it was a pretty good match. Like the Cruiserweights always do some like amazing shit, oh, but like, it's not super exciting because no one gives a fuck about the Cruiserweight Championship. See, that's one person that was just... You mentioned it, and I hope that he doesn't end up going there, Ricochet. I don't think they'd do that. He's way too huge for them yeah. to send to 205 Live. The only reason they would send him is to try and save 205 Live, but I don't think they're that stupid, because that's yeah. why Neville left. Yeah. It's because they, he was stuck on 205 Live, and he hated it. Yeah. Um, so uh, there was an amazing uh, move in that match, where which <laughs> it wasn't the first time we saw that move at WrestleMania that night, because it also happened in the Charlotte-Oscar match, but they did a... a I don't know if it was Mustafa Ali or Cedric Alexander did a Spanish fly off the top rope. You know what Spanish fly is? I haven't seen one in a while. It's so. like uh, you hold the other guy like you're doing a rock bottom. Anyone can picture what a rock bottom looks like. Yes. You hold him like that, and then you do just jump and do a backflip holding the guy. 
Oh. So then they both land on the like you land on your stomach, the other guy lands on his back, but after doing a moonsault basically, and they did that off the top rope. So I was like, holy shit! I don't think I've ever se- I've seen anyone do a Spanish fly other than in like YouTube videos of like guys in the Indies. So, like no yeah. one does no one does Spanish flies in WWE. Um, yeah, and then like jumping forward to the Oscar Charlotte match, Charlotte did a Spanish fly on Oscar off the top fucking rope. I was like, holy shit! What the fuck's going on? I haven't seen this shit ever in WWE. They're, they're, they're kind of just being like, uh, break the rules. Yeah, <laughs> get us ratings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, draw blood in a women's match. That's what I want to see. Yeah, violence against women. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Next one on this on this list here, uh, the Raw Tag Team Championship match, the Bar versus Braun Strowman and a surprise teammate. This was the perfect time for them to have a nice surprise at WrestleMania. Which spoilers for all of WrestleMania, there was no surprises. No one special showed up. There was nothing. So it was all just like whatever matches they had. This was the only surprise, and basically Braun Strowman went into the crowd and picked like a nine-year-old boy from the crowd yep. to be his partner, and uh, so he just stood on the ring the whole time while Braun Strowman wrestled. He got tagged in at one point, got into the ring, and then tagged out immediately and left, yep. uh, and then Braun Strowman ended up winning, so him and this kid named Nicholas were the ta- Raw Tag Team Champions for 24 hours, yep. um, because on the next day on Raw, they gave up their titles because Nicholas had to go to school. Yes. Um... So that was that match. Nothing special. Comes to find out, I actually heard about this, that that kid is uh, one of the referee's sons. Oh, really? So that's the reason why, I guess, he he was picked. Yeah. But it could have had some glorious fucking return. Could it, dude? No, I was ho- I was fucking hoping Rey Mysterio. That's what I was hoping. Tiny for. Rey Mysterio and the giant Braun Strowman. It made all the fucking sense in the yeah, world. It would have been awesome. Yeah, and no, there's some fucking dumb kid. No. And Rey Mysterio is still nowhere to be seen. Nope. Showed um, up once, Royal Rumble, that's it. Yeah, I was he, like, oh shit, he's back. Nah, he's not back. What about the Hurricane? Still not back. <laughs> well, I knew he wasn't going to be back. He no. looked, he didn't look like he was in wrestling form. <laughs> he looked like a Make-A-Wish kid. <laughs> 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 he looked like he was about to get inducted into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, man. The, the SmackDown Tag Team Championship, uh, Triple Threat, the Usos versus the New Day versus the Bludgeon Brothers. Finally, the Bludgeon Brothers have some real competition. And they stomped the shit out of everyone and basically yep. squashed at a squash match for a tag team championship triple threat. Yep. And uh, they are the new champions. I'm uh, not overly happy about that. I thought that the Bludgeon Brothers could have been something more than what it is. They could be building them into like an AOP type team, like when AOP first showed up on NXT and they just destroyed everyone for a long time. Yeah. But now AOP is on the main roster, so you don't, I mean, they got AOP. Yeah. Well, they're on Raw. Um I thought, I thought. Sorry. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it said Hurricane. I was like, "You watching Hurricane videos? You, you watching Shane Helms?" Yeah. <laughs> uh, United States Championship Fatal Four Way. Yep. Randy Orton, the champion, versus Bobby Roode versus Jinder Mahal versus Rusev. Day. I thought this was Rusev's day. I thought he I was going to win. Honestly, I did. I would have enjoyed him win. I like him as a face. Him and Aiden English are an odd pairing that is enjoyable. It, Everyone loves it. Like I'm, I'm, t- I'm done with it. I'm annoyed. Are you? As soon as I saw I would have loved to have seen him win the belt and then immediately turn on Aiden English. He's already been the United States champion as a heel, though, for a long time. Yeah. Like, as soon as he... I think that's the belt he won, like, right when he got to WWE. He won the U.S. championship. Yeah. And, like, he was the classic, like, uh, non-American yes. heel that had the U.S. title and would just talk shit about Americans. Um, so, Jinder Mahal ends up winning that championship. And Jinder Mahal is now that prick. Yep. Um, Intercontinental Championship. Champion The Miz versus yes. Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor. 
Disappointed that Finn Balor did not come out as the demon. I mean, I knew it wasn't a big match, and there was no mention of it. But what? You got a you got a gay joke? Remember the thing that I sent? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no demon, just a bunch of homos. Yeah. <laughs> he came out with his uh, like a rainbow Finn Balor shirt and uh, like a rainbow Finn Balor jacket for yes. his like. LGBT support yes. uh, thing, and he had like a bunch of people from the New Orleans LGBT community with him, all wearing the Rainbow Finn Balor shirts. So uh, he knows how to get a fucking crowd behind him. That's for sure. Everyone fucking loves that. Yeah. He was getting praised up and down on the internet for for that thing. Um, but he did not end up winning. He ended up losing to uh, Seth Rollins. Yes. Uh, well, Miz lost to Seth Rollins, but yes, like he, Finn was pinning Miz after hitting coup de gras, the coup de gras, I think. Yep, and then a curb stomp. During the pin, got curb stomped, and then he's out, and then Miz, then he like immediately curb stomped Miz as well, and uh, Seth Rollins picked up the win, so he's the new Intercontinental Champion. And officially, Grand Slam Rollins. Yes, Grand Slam Champion. Yes. Um, we had Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn had to win to get back, to uh, get, get rehired to SmackDown. Get reinstated. Uh, Daniel Bryan's first match back since retiring three years ago, and uh, he... Doesn't look like he's missed a fucking step. No. He was great. He got, like, destroyed right when the match – before the match started, he was attacked outside the ring. Got fucking another apron powerbomb. He loves taking huge fucking hits, man. And especially for someone who had to retire due to injury. He's yeah. not afraid to fucking get apron powerbomb. He's already been – he's had one match. He's been apron powerbomb twice already. Yeah. Um, it just – it's one of those things that, like, I remember you and I were saying outside. That, like, every hit he takes, you're just like, oh, yeah. no. Oh, no. Watch his head. Watch his head. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Shane McMahon did his uh, his two moves, one being the coast-to-coast and the other being a bunch of rapid punches that looks like he's being attacked by bees. Coast-to-coast, taters and toast. Yeah, <laughs> taters and toast. The fuck is that? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon end up winning, so Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn still fired. Uh, Raw Women's Championship, Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax. Uh, I figure it's about time for Nia Jax to be champion. She's overdue. She got her revenge after being uh, bullied by Alexa Bliss and Mickey James, no matter how funny I found it. Um, so, yeah, Nia Jax ends up winning. So, she could probably hold on to the belt for a pretty long time. They could have her actually be, like, an undefeated beast as, uh, like, she was kind of built up to be in NXT until she just never won the championship there. Um, we have the SmackDown Women's Championship. Charlotte Flair, the champion, versus the undefeated Asuka. And her undefeated streak was finally broken by Charlotte. Yes. Um, ended up tapping her out pretty quickly with the uh, figure eight. There's a figure four leg lock that she does a bridge with, but the figure eight tapped her out pretty quick. And But the, impress- the memorable moment for me was Charlotte doing a fucking Spanish fly to Asuka off the top rope. Yeah. It was shocking. Um, I was just shocked that she was the one that broke the streak. I thought if anyone, it would be her. Yeah. Who who the fuck else is gonna break the break Oscar's streak? But see, that like, was the she's thing. like I the king Oscar, of the queen of. I the... thought Oscar was gonna win the match, and then when she was officially going to lose the title, yeah, then she would lose her streak. Yeah. Yeah, because she never lost the NXT title. She only yep. relinquished it. Yep. Um, she's been undefeated ever since. Yeah, she's undefeated for like nine hundred and thirty-seven days or something like yeah. that. Something crazy, like two hundred matches. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the streak was finally broken at WrestleMania. Uh, John Cena was in the crowd for like the first few matches of WrestleMania. They kept showing him in the crowd. Everyone and their fucking mother knew that Undertaker was going to show up. We all did. And uh, like they, pre- the, everyone pretended like he wasn't going to show up. And then 
Undertaker gets like uh, word from a referee, gets up from his seat, sprints backstage, and we're like, oh, what's happening? Oh my god! And then John Cena comes out like after that, comes out to the ring, and then he's waiting for Undertaker to show up, but uh, instead lights go out, and then you hear the guitar strum, and my boy Elias is there, and he does his little uh, performance, and then uh, the Undertaker actually comes out. Everyone knew it was gonna fucking happen. Yeah. Mercifully, the the match itself was 10 minutes shorter than his fucking entrance because he takes so goddamn long to get his old ass to the ring. Yeah, that's very true. I was hoping he would come out as uh, American Badass Undertaker. That would have been cool. Just because I hadn't seen it in so long and also he rides a motorcycle to the ring and he'll get there real fucking quick. <laughs> I'm going to wait for his ass. Uh, but, WrestleMania always has the long fucking ramps. Yeah. I, th- I thought it was like a, I thought it was a guarantee he was going to be American Badass. Fucking Kid Rock did his theme when he was American Badass Undertaker. Yeah. Kid Rock did the theme for this WrestleMania, was inducted to the Hall of Fame. Kid Rock wasn't even at WrestleMania. Like he did, I thought he would perform there. Not that I give a fuck, Kid Rock sucks balls, but... I thought he would at least perform there because... like one good song. Ba what to Ba. That's it. Yeah. I'm glad his midget friend died. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah. That, what was it? The, uh, that, that, the only reason why I liked that song so much was it was in that WCW movie. Oh, uh, Ready to Rumble. Yes. That's a great movie. Dude. It I is. I love that movie. DDP and uh, Bad Guy DDP, Goldberg, fucking like Disco Inferno. Yep. Classic WCW people. I used to yeah. watch. Um, but yeah, so Undertaker ends up coming out as the Phenom, walks all the way to the fucking ring, takes a sweet ass time, and then uh, we have like a basically a squash match in which Undertaker did just the only moves that anyone cares about. He did old school, he did uh, choke slam, he did a pile driver. End of the match. John Cena gets squashed by Undertaker, and then he makes his ten minute exit up back up the ramp. And for some reason, the crowd is excited. I don't under- I don't get how you can be excited by Undertaker anymore because I. I... It's not 1996. I don't give a shit about Undertaker. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, he's such an icon in the industry. Yeah, I, I, I would like to see him at a Hall of Fame induction ceremony. I don't need to see him wrestle anymore. That's true. It's just like I've seen him do, like because the only thing he can he can't put on an exciting match. If he still had the capacity to put on an exciting match, then that would be fine. But all he can do now is what he did to John Cena. Just see his like even last year with Roman Reigns, that match was boring as shit. It was it was just like. A bunch of spears, a bunch of Superman punches, a bunch of choke slams and tombstones. It was just the same shit over and over again. It just yeah. took forever. So, like, that's all he can do. So, there's nothing he can show me that I haven't seen a thousand times. So Yeah. But. Uh, he, he doesn't have the strength anymore to do the last ride. Yeah, it's true. Which, that was the best part about him being an American badass. Because I had never seen, a, like, an elevated powerbomb like that before. Yeah, until he decided to do the last ride. And then just push straight yeah. up. Yeah. Which, uh, Kota Ibushi did. That was his, uh. He did that as his finisher. He was at NXT for like a week after oh. after the Cruiserweight Classic. And he had like one match, but I don't know. He must have gone back to Japan or something like that. But he would do a sit-out powerbomb version of the last ride. So he'd like lift him up and then fucking fall all the way down with him. So it was pretty devastating. Um, but yeah, that was the Undertaker match that everyone knew was coming. Suck balls. Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle versus Stuttering Man and Triple H. I was shocked at how good Ronda Rousey could perform. I thought it was going to be fucking botch after botch after botch. But, like, yeah. the only reason that anything was really botched with her is because Stephanie McMahon sucks and she can't fucking sell at all. No. <laughs> no Still, can't. after all these years. Yeah, after yeah, all no. these years. Um, like, watching her take a bump is painful. Yeah. 
But like uh, we had some intergender uh, violence with uh, Ronda Rousey taking on Triple H, yeah, and the referee allowing it, and I was like, well, obviously Triple H isn't gonna do shit to her, and he didn't like Ronda Rousey. The only thing I saw him a bunch. He set her up for like a pedigree. Yeah, yeah, but didn't but that was it. Didn't do it. Yeah, she back body dropped him, dude. She fucking picked him up on, <laughs> picked him up like on her back, like fireman's carry. Yep, strong as shit. He's probably like what two fifty. Oh, easy. He's a big dude. Um, but yeah, she it was picked uh, him up no problem. Yeah. It was be- it was a better match than I thought. Like I was impressed by it, that Ronda Rousey was like actually ready to go. I thought she would pr- like I thought it was gonna be like painful, like some Lana ass wrestling shit. But oh, it was yeah. it was pretty good. Um, the WWE Championship, AJ Styles the champion versus Shinsuke Nakamura the Royal Rumble winner. That was a pretty decent match. I mean, it's weird. Like I li- I liked Shinsuke. Okay, I feel like his matches aren't usually that exciting. And, like, he has a pretty small... Like, the same problem I've been having with Finn recently. They have very limited movesets. Finn does the same, like, five moves every single match and never does anything new. And it's really starting to worry me that he's not... That he hasn't been changing it up. Yeah. Like, AJ Styles does a few different things every fucking match. And, like, Shinsuke and Finn... Like, a bunch of other people do the same thing. But, like, I've just been really noticing it with those guys because I like them. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. Like, I noticed the same thing with, like, Roman Reigns, even Rollins. Like, they all do the same, like, five to six moves. Right. And that's it. Yeah, and you know exactly when they're coming because you can see the setup from a mile away. Yeah, it's like, okay, you see a guy sitting on the corner of uh, a turnbuckle and Rollins jumps up there. Like, okay, you know he's going to do a suplex. Right. He's going to roll out of it. Do a falcon arrow. And he's going to go into... Falcon arrow. It's not a falcon arrow. Yes, it is. The The vertical suplex and he drops in between his legs. I thought a falcon arrow was uh, when you jump off the top rope, the one that Neville used to do. That's the red arrow. Oh, my mistake. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Falcon arrow is just the vertical suplex where you drop them between okay, your legs. Okay, that was my mistake. Um, Crossed. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, but the, I mean, the match was fine. AJ Styles, like yeah. AJ Styles, doesn't put on a match that it doesn't matter who he's facing. It's gonna no. be pretty good. He could face Undertaker and make a somewhat entertaining match. Yeah, I still think that, like you said, uh, him and Ricochet one day would be a great match. It's going to happen someday. Definitely. Oh, it will. It might not amazing. happen today. Yeah. Tomorrow. Maybe next year. I'm hoping next year. We'll see. I feel that Ricochet is going to go up in the ranks very fast. Probably. I, he probably won't even have like an NXT Championship run because I think he'll be too big. They'll just move him up. It'll probably be one of those things that he'll probably sit in NXT for probably the next six months. Yeah. So they can figure out a storyline that's going to be plausible. Right. And maybe have him go for a title run, yeah. lose, and then debut. Yeah, they might have him even ready for SummerSlam. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, um, but yeah. So the end of the AJ Styles Shinsuke match, AJ ends up winning with a. Uh, he rolled through. On, oh, uh, yeah. He was on his knees, about to get the Kinshasa from Shinsuke, which is yes. the running knee. And then as he runs up to him, he rolls backwards, rolls through, and picks him up in the position for uh, Styles Clash. Hits him with the Styles Clash and uh, ends up winning. And then after that, Shinsuke, like, gives him the belt, like, it drops to a knee and hands him the belt like he's graciously giving to him. But then he just blasts him in the dick and balls with a low yeah. blow. A classic heel turn. And I, the best part about it was, like, when they showed the slow-mo replay of the low blow, just watching all the crowd behind him as he does it and everyone realizing what he's doing and going, oh, like, everyone's shocked face. It was pretty entertaining. Uh, so, yeah, he made a full-ass heel turn, low blow. And then beat the shit out of him, like stomped him, and then uh, took him like outside the ring, hit him with Kinshasa, and then left. So that's how that ended. Um, and then the worst match of the night, by far. Worse yeah. than the Undertaker match. Yeah. And it was the main event of WrestleMania. I gotta tell you, the main event of WrestleMania has probably been the worst match the past three years. This year? This year was 
Universal Championship. Yep. Last, last year was Undertaker. Undertaker versus Roman Reigns. Yep. Trash. The year before that was uh, Roman Reigns versus Triple H, I think. Because that was the year that Triple H won the Royal Rumble. Yes. Yeah. And that match fucking sucked, too. Um, but, yeah, this one was the worst one, though. Like, I was just hoping to God that Brock Lesnar would finally get the belt taken off of him. The rumor was he was going back to UFC, a rumor that's dead now because they've, uh, like, all already said that he's been signed to WWE. See, and that's the thing that I don't understand because Dana White has come out and said that uh, Brock Lesnar has signed a contract right, yeah. with UFC. Maybe it's, like, one fight a year or something like that. I don't yeah, know. I don't understand it, but... So yeah, this match, this match literally, literally had only like five different moves in it that were just performed over and over and over again by either combined by yeah. either guy. We had German suplex, belly to belly suplex, spear, Superman punch, F five. Yep, that's basically it for twenty minutes. Yeah, and at one point, Brock like Brock Lesnar hits Roman Reigns with like four F fives in a row, five F fives in a row, maybe. Just keeps kicking out. So I was like, all right, he's going to lose at some point. Like, Roman Reigns is going to – if he keeps kicking out, he's going to end up winning. But then, like – and then Brock Lesnar, like, pulls off his gloves. It's weird. He took off his his MMA gloves that he always wears and then, like, mounted Roman Reigns and just proceeds to elbow the shit out of him. Like, why the fuck are you even taking gloves off? Didn't do anything. So he elbows the shit out of him, cuts – gives him a huge fucking gash in his forehead. top of his head. And uh, so Roman Reigns is – I thought it was fake blood. But obviously it wasn't because you saw on Raw the next day he had like a big like a big cut like right at his hairline. Um, but yeah, it it was so much blood that it looked fake. It was bright red, and his face like he just covered his whole arm. Yeah, his entire face. Like he couldn't see shit. It was just pouring down his face, and it was like all over the fucking ground. And uh, he ends up like going for a, like a double rebound spear and gets caught in another F five, and then that one finally did it, and Brock Lesnar fucking retains. It was just like oh, it was just so boring, like. The, the match was so boring, I, I have notes from it. The match was so boring <laughs> that, like, uh, the crowd chants during the match, were you paying attention to the crowd chants? No. They were chanting because they just wanted someone exciting. I, heard the, I, heard, I think I heard them say boring a one time. But yes. Boring. Yeah, they, they said, uh, let's see, where is it right here? They were chanting, they were chanting boring, okay. like, constantly. They were chanting, this is awful. This is the main event of WrestleMania. The whole crowd's chanting, this is awful, chanting boring. They were chanting CM Punk. They were chanting Johnny Wrestling because they want someone fucking exciting, not this garbage of these two retards fucking slapping each other around, doing the same moves over and over again. Like, that's how, that's like, this is what makes me, I can't wait until Vince McMahon is finally either dead or decides to hand the company off completely to Triple H because Triple H runs NXT. That's why every NXT TakeOver has the best matches you'll ever see in your entire life. Yeah. Because he, he has full, like, chairmanship right. over that. And Vince McMahon, like, there's nothing more evident than the fucking main events of WrestleMania that Vince McMahon still runs those because all he cares about is the big jack dudes. That's why he loves Brock Lesnar, loves Roman Reigns. It's yep. all he fucking cares about. So he's like, oh, yeah, people want to see these two huge dudes go at it. They do the same fucking five moves over and over again. No one wants to see it, including the actually, entire crowd. There was actually one thing that I read after, uh, I think it was, like, maybe a day or two after WrestleMania that... Brock, when he went through the kit, the the, uh, the apron in the back of the curtain, whatever, he took the universal title and fucking threw it at Vince. Yeah, yeah, I heard there was a verbal altercation. Yeah, and he was like fucking chewing Vince out and like screaming at him and like you know saying like you know the fucking crowd's chanting boring yeah. and all this other stuff. Well, don't put on a fucking boring match then. Yeah, don't Learn, put on. expand your fucking move set. Yeah. All he did was ten German suplexes and fucking six F fives. That's not a thrilling thing to no, see. No, that's not. 
That's a squash match. Yeah, no shit. Oh, God. It was so frustrating that that's how the show ended. Like, I wouldn't mind the match that much if it was fucking, like, see, two matches into the fucking ten-match card. I would have loved to have seen someone that we haven't seen in a while yep. just interrupt the match. CM Punk. That would have been up. fucking great. Fucking Johnny Gargano, main roster debut, just piece of shit out of Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. Oh, <laughs> I would have jizzed all over the place. Oh, yeah. You just lay on the floor and seize <laughs> up. I don't even have to touch it. It's <laughs> happening. He's just seizing on the floor. <laughs> but, yeah, like, that's... I don't know. I, I hope that it's like a wake up call and evidence to Vince McMahon that like the crowd doesn't care about that shit anymore. You don't. No. We don't need to see giant dudes like Brock Lesnar with I, their boring yeah. ass moves. I don't care to see a giant dude like Braun Strowman yeah. or Big Show or Kane. Uh, I would rather see, you know, a guy like Aleister Black, who's yeah. more of a like a tactician style yeah. wrestler, striker like striker submission. Yeah. Uh, Gargano. Yeah. Uh, Ricochet. Um, Adam Cole, like all these guys, everyone in NXT, pretty much anyone in NXT. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like all those guys, they'll take the risks, but at the same time, they put on an amazing show. Yeah, they don't. They're not limiting themselves to fucking four moves. Yeah, that they have to keep going on repeat. Right. Half the shit that happened on NXT Takeover New Orleans blew me away. Yeah, I was like, you know what? Fuck this. Yeah. I actually rewatched NXT TakeOver oh, did you? again. Nice. I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't care. Super entertaining. It is. Like, Can um, you imagine how great it's going to be when Triple H is in charge of everything and we have an entire WrestleMania, five-hour-long WrestleMania? That's like a fuck it, That's the quality of an NXT TakeOver? I feel that eventually what's going to happen is they might even cross over to WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. For like the, even the bigger pay-per-views yeah. where they have... NXT matches on the same card. Exactly. Because yeah. at first, you're the one that actually got me into NXT. Yeah. I will say that. I'll give you the, uh, <laughs> the applause on yeah. that one. But um, you got me into it because I was like, I I kind of got bored with what was going on. It's the same fucking shtick. And tons of promos. And That's the thing. Like, NXT is very light on the mic work. You hear maybe a little bit. Just enough to know what the fuck's going on. Who's talking? But not twenty Why minutes. Why is he talking? Yeah, not twenty minute John Cena promos every fucking week. Like it's just oh. it's a quick fucking two minute thing where one wrestler calls out another one so you yeah. can understand why they have a rivalry. Yeah. But other than that, like there'll be plenty of NXT episodes that don't even have microphones. It's just match after match oh. after match. And that was the same thing that I was talking about with uh, Ryan Alicia not too long ago. They were saying that it was an episode of Monday Night Raw. It might have been a week or two before WrestleMania. That it was. 52 minutes before there was one match. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. All it was was promo, promo, video highlight, Yeah, promo. Yeah. Here's what happened last week. You yeah. forgot what happened last week? Here's what happened earlier tonight when this dude was talking. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's, I swear, I, it must be Vince McMahon too. Like, it, it's just so much, I feel like they don't realize you don't need that much exposition to have storylines no. going on. Like, the NXT has plenty of rivalries and shit like that, but they just develop naturally from guys facing each other and the shit that happens during the match. Yes. It doesn't have to be, like, a bunch of verbal confrontations that last way too long. No, I don't care about the verbal confrontation that's the build-up to this ha- like half-ass fucking match. Yeah, that ends up being super disappointing. Like, everything that was built up to this Universal title oh, it was match... so hyped. It, it was, was trash. So, it was... I mean... You have Roman Reigns calling out Brock Lesnar. Ro- pretty much Roman Reigns calling you a part-timer. Yeah. And a, like, half-assing all of everything that you do. Yeah. And then you got a guy like Brock Lesnar beating the holy shit out of him while he's handcuffed. Yeah. 
And I was like, this is going to be an awesome match. It lasted like eight fucking minutes. Yep. Eight and minutes I, of the same moves. Yeah. That you know, way, it was that a 20-minute match that only lasted eight minutes. Yeah. Like, of real contact time. You could put that match on Raw, and I still wouldn't give a fuck about it. Like, no. that's not a WrestleMania that's main the, event. That's the main event of yeah. WrestleMania. It's sad. That sh- it should have been AJ Styles and Nakamura being the main event. Oh, definitely. Yeah, because... that was a more entertaining match. Yeah, and that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah. The r- winner of the Royal Rumble is supposed to main event WrestleMania, and they said it for, like, the first couple months, but then as soon as you knew it was going to be Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar, you started noticing that they didn't mention Shinsuke and AJ's match being main event anymore, and then you started hearing them mention the Universal title match being the main event. Yep. Because, I guarantee you, it's because Vince thinks that Roman Reigns is the best and Brock Lesnar is the best, and people want them in the main event. No. Nobody, people didn't want them on the fucking kickoff show. No, you know, I, I honestly, I don't give two shits about either wrestler. Don't get no. me wrong. Yeah, I like both of them in their own right. Yeah. But if you were to take a guy like Brock Lesnar and knock him down a few fucking pegs, yeah, and make him an IC champion, right? Yeah. And have him actually defend the fucking title. Yeah, no shit. Not like, just have like an absentee champion for fucking four months. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And then just. Which is probably going to happen again because that was after WrestleMania last year was when he didn't show up for months. It was like like three months no one saw him. It was crazy. And that was the thing that I was like freaking out about because I was like Finn Balor had to cough up the title after the first night. And he still hasn't had another shot at it, which is sickening. He he technically has the rematch clause of all rematch (laughs) clauses. Because he didn't officially lose the title. And the same thing with Rollins. Yeah. When Rollins blew out his knee, he didn't... I'm, I'm going way off fucking rails right yeah. now. But um, let's move on to Monday Night Raw. All right. So the Raw after WrestleMania. Oh, honestly, ten times better than WrestleMania was. Not yeah. be, not because of the matches, just because there's always tons of surprises. Fuck Hulu. Oh, yeah. For, yeah, the Hulu, the Hulu half oh, hour and a half abridged version cut out what would have been one of the best moments of the night. Where yeah, one, a, of the most, one of the best debuts. Yeah, where apparently Ember Moon debuted from yes. the NXT roster, made her main roster debut on Raw. But with the hour and a half version that airs on Hulu, they that was one of the sections they chose to cut out, which made no sense because they had some bullshit ass matches that no one gave a fuck about that they chose to show, I didn't but not shit. show Ember Moon debut. I, I didn't give a shit about the Rollins Jeff Hardy, which we came back. Yeah, that. But yeah, I, I didn't give a shit about the six man fucking tag match. Yeah, the only reason they did that is because Jeff Hardy was coming back. But I would have gladly seen Ember Moon's debut of a fucking Jeff Hardy returning from injury. Yeah. Like, he's probably a year away from retirement anyways. He's yeah. fucking old. He takes one more bad fucking hit. He is done. He's back on the opiates, and he's he's done fucking wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to have another one of those matches like he had with Sting, where he can't even, uh, he's too fucked up to wrestle. Did you ever see that? Uh, yes. Painful. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, we had an excellent debut, like, right at the beginning. No way Jose yes. shows up. No. <laughs> he shows up with his conga line. Devastates some fucking indie asshole that oh, yeah. hits him with two moves and just fucking blows him out. Uh, so yeah, no way Jose moves up to the main roster. Jeff Hardy returns. Uh, Paige announces her retirement, yes. which everyone knew was coming from her like latest neck injury. So she's because she did, she did not even step foot in a ring since since that, uh, it wasn't it, was, it, was, it wasn't a television yeah, match. Yeah, it was a dark match against Sasha Banks, where she got kicked from behind and like got oh. whiplash and fucking dude, that broke fucking her neck. Hit, dude, that hit is. Devastating. Yeah, it looked brutal. Like, um, like Sasha Banks is one of those people that she, like she needs to really like back the fuck down. Yeah. Like she hits people way too hard sometimes. Yeah. And I mean, it's point proven. She put fucking Paige on the shelf. Yeah. 
for probably for good. Yeah. I mean, you never know. Daniel Bryan came back, but with a neck injury like that, it's unlikely that she's going to be so healed and ready to compete oh, that yeah. like she's good to go. Like her, you're, you're her talk- neck can only heal so much. You're talking anywhere between the next three to five years, or forever, or forever. Yeah. Um. So yep. Then we had uh we had a great sec- segment with uh, Elias where he was out yes. there. The crowd was loving him. And they called the whole, even after the crowd called the entire crowd scumbags. There was an amazing chant of the crowd saying, "We are scumbags." It was an, one of the best chants I've ever yeah. heard. So I, I love Elias. His shit still hasn't gotten old to me. Um, we had a another big return. Uh, it's been I don't know like the only I I saw him the last I saw him was like 2008, but I wasn't really watching wrestling at the time, so I don't know when he actually left. I know that he was the ECW World title holder for a while. Yeah. Then I think he went to TNA. Yeah. Then I, that was kind of it. Like I didn't, I never saw him for like new Japan. I never yeah. saw him anywhere. Well, he did MMA. He oh, went to, he, he went to MMA and he failed super. Hard. We're talking about Bobby Lashley, by <laughs> yes. the way, went to MMA and he just failed super hard. He sucked at it. Really? So that's what he, that's what he's coming back from right now is MMA. Oh, all right. So um, that's why I didn't hear from him for a while. Yeah. So Bobby Lashley has returned. Uh, he probably be in, I didn't watch wrestling when he was in it. I just knew he was there because. What, what was the uh, the phrase that you used that you called him? He's a big cloud looking motherfucker. Yes, because <laughs> he's he just full of round shapes. Yeah, he looks like a big chocolate cloud. Yeah, <laughs> looks like someone blew bubbles in their chocolate milk. <laughs> <laughs> he's very muscly. Um, but he does this amazing vertical suplex on Elias. Oh yeah, held him for like held him for forty five seconds. Oh yeah, and it, one arm at one point. Uh, yep. And just calling on the crowd to keep cheering. Yeah. And you can see Elias holding on to his trunks. Yeah. And, like, swaying and just holding on for dear life. Yeah. It's got to be hard to keep yourself up straight like that oh, upside God. down the whole time, too. Plus, the other thing was, after that, you saw how red Elias' oh, face yeah. was yeah. from being vertical for, like, 40. He probably passed out. He tries getting up. He's just, like, those dudes that, like, you see videos of guys at the gym, like, squatting, and yep. they put it down, and then they just collapse. <laughs> just like that when he tries to stand up. Um, all right, two more big, well, one big debut and another big return. Uh, we had Heath Slater and Rhino out in the ring, uh, yes. challenging any tag team to come and like come and get them. And then the Authors of Pain from NXT show up. Oh, uh, beautiful, big, devastating, like a uh, powerful team that's been in NXT for for the last three years. Yeah, I think they've been there, three. been there for a while. I remember their fucking NXT debut. Um, but yeah, so that's gonna be pretty cool to see them up there. See. I look forward to seeing them go for... Well, now that the titles are vacant, they're going to have some sort of... I assume they'll have a tur- tournament. They're going to have a tournament, and they're going to be in it. Yeah. So, so That'll be good. I would like to see them eventually win the uh, win the straps. Definitely. And hold on to them for a long time. I yes. Think, I think they definitely could do that. Um, Not and, like your pussy's the revival. <laughs> Fuck, I love the Revival, dude. They just disappeared. I know. Them. Yeah, it's not their fault. They still perform just as well as they perform in yeah, NXT. Just, it's just they, that they don't book, they just they don't book them. Pro. Yeah, and now that they're back, they're not fucking, like, not even on TV. It sucks. Because they were fucking amazing they, on NXT. Yeah. They put on some great, like, that. them versus, like, DIY and versus American Alpha and shit back in the day. Yep. That was some good shit. Um, American Alpha. <laughs> them versus Enzo and Cass when they were on NXT. Those yeah. were good matches. Um, the last note I have was the last big return I remember on Raw. Samoa Joe yes. finally shows up, calls I, out Roman Reigns, oh, calls lo- him a bitch. I, I loved how he was like, you're just out here whining like a little girl. Yeah. And I was like, wow, <laughs> the nail on the fucking head. Yeah. So the crowd loved that. So Joe's back, and uh, I don't know, we'll see what, we'll see what he does. Joe? Joe's back. Joe's back. <laughs> um, 
I only have two notes from uh, SmackDown. SmackDown a lot lighter on the uh, on the big debuts there's and three, shit. There's only three things that I really remember from right. uh, SD Live. I have two, so it's probably two of the three that you have. Okay. First one I have is the uh, debut of the Iconics. Yes. Billy Kay. Now they dropped that whole duo thing. Yeah, yeah. So they're just called the Iconics now. Uh, is uh, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay from yes. uh, from NXT who have amazing mic skills. Yeah, I know they're really like, good. They they chewed Charlotte Flair apart. Yeah, which is surprising because a lot of times NXT people they can be a little shitty on the mic because they don't do that much mic work in NXT. Yes, but uh, yeah, they just they're naturally pretty good. I mean, all their promos they were always pretty good too. So yeah, um, I think they'll be pretty big fixtures in the uh, women's division on Especially SmackDown for a while. The other thing is having a heel tag team. Yeah. In there now is going to change the game. And having a meaningful tag team there now when they're talking about bringing a women's tag team championship. They are. Is, uh, is I, think I, I think I showed you the concept art at one point. Yeah, I think so. It was the same thing. It's the same thing as the men's belt, but it's... White leather? It's Yeah, white leather, and I think they're either gold or silver medallions yeah, yeah. on them. And it says women's yeah. uh, tag, tag division or tag champions. Yeah. Um, the only other note I have... Is uh, uh, basically from that same segment, the Iconics kicked the shit out of Charlotte, just absolutely yes. devastated her, and then you knew this was gonna happen. Carmella comes running in with her Money in the Bank well, the briefcase. The whole crowd was ch- chanting for Carmella. Yeah, I know. She finally comes in with her briefcase, and I thought like something was gonna happen because she gives it to the ref, and the ref's looking at her all confused, like he doesn't know what to do with it. Yeah, that was the for thing- wicked long. I was like, what the fuck are they doing? That's the thing that I was like. Ste- like stepping back from him, she's like, "Cash it in," and he was like, "You want to cash it in?" Yeah, he's like, "What? Yeah, do cash it the, the uh, yeah, oh, do what?" She's like screaming at yeah. him. She's like, "Yes, cash it in." <laughs> it went on for so long. I was like, "This is just weird, it's uncomfortable." It was like Mike Kyoto. That's my that referee's Mike Kyoto. He's been there for like thirty fucking years. Yeah, I think he knows what the fuck he's doing. So yeah. it was really weird. Um, and so then she, uh, she does cash it in. Yeah, she hits Charlotte with a. As soon as she can get pull herself to her feet, she gets hit with a big boot, pinned, and yep. Carmella's the new champion. So Charlotte breaks the yep. streak, immediately loses her title 24 hours later. The only other thing that I have to add, we have a new general manager. Oh, that's right. I forgot all about for that. For SD Live. Yeah, so after, after Paige announced her retirement on Raw, she shows up as the new general manager now that Daniel Bryan's a full-time in-ring competitor. Yep, because uh, she, she, all she said was that she was retiring from in-ring competition. competition. Yeah. She didn't say she was retiring from the company. Yeah. So that's why like a lot of people were like, oh my God, she's done, all this other stuff. And don't get me wrong, even I thought the same thing. I was like, oh man, that sucks. Like, yeah. She just came back. Now she's officially leaving. Yeah. And then it was just that yeah. little bit of a turn. So I think that could be good. I think she could be decent in the role of general manager for SmackDown. So, yeah. Um, we'll see how that goes in the future. I guess Shane McMahon's staying on as commissioner, even though he said he was going to take a leave of absence before like the Daniel Bryan match was announced. And now I guess he's just been like, ah, since Sami Zayn and Kevin are gone, fuck it, I'll stay commissioner. Because yeah. they haven't said shit about it since. No. Um, so yeah, that was this huge. That was the last. That was the four day WrestleMania weekend and week. So technically, there's five. But yes, I haven't seen it. NXT, and I don't want to know because it's probably some good stuff. Uh, heavy Machinery is on there. Okay, good. I fucking love Heavy. Machinery. I do, dude. I love Heavy, heavy Machinery. That's so fucking good. Otis Dozovich yeah. and Tucker Knight. Dude, he looks like a fucking bridge troll. Yeah, he looks like SpongeBob. <laughs> He's got the same body. He fucking just like stomps out, and he always has the. Yeah, 
<laughs> he has a ridiculous face. I love Otis Dozovich. Tucker Knight's fine, whatever. He's just the other half of I Heavy Machinery. I still love the one promo that they did before they did the uh, the Dusty Rhodes. Sticks and weights yeah, where he's curling he's, the he's fucking... He's curling weights. Oh, yeah! yeah! <laughs> As he's getting dragged on the fucking sl- weight yeah. sled. Yeah, they're fucking great. Oh, man. I hope to see them move up in the NXT ranks. One day, yeah. I'm sure they will I mean, one not, day. Not now, but... Well, st- maybe now. Yeah, maybe. Because... It's getting a little... The roster's getting lighter. The roster is getting lighter. Could get even lighter next week, because next week we got this on both Raw and SmackDown. we got the Superstar Shake-Up. So we got people switching brands and prob- possibly more people coming up yeah, from NXT. Sanity could could make their debut. You never know. So, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, I think that's it for wrestling. But, yeah, that was a lot of wrestling. I don't know how long we've been talking. I don't know, because I didn't look at the clock when we started, but it's already 9 o'clock. It is 9 o'clock. <laughs> All right, uh, Josh. You can leave it anytime you want. <laughs> I don't have any. Re- I don't have any reading. Do you have reading? No. Do you have reading? No, nothing. All right, we're gonna skip right to video game. bunch of shit all kinds of shit less shit than it would take to like the t- same time to talk about wrestling not that much shit. I mean, just, so yeah. you playing any shit I, I know josh and i have been playing far cry 5 yeah a lot of far cry I, you guys playing co-op story mode yep. yeah how you guys how you guys liking it uh, i i love it a lot i think it's great the mechanics are great the the visuals are great uh storyline is amazing yeah uh i don't doubt anything that far cry is yeah Primal, eh. I I have Primal, but I've never played it. But it's supposed yeah. to be pretty good. Yeah, it's the same uh, formula, just not guns. Yeah, I same don't like it. Same gameplay, basically. Uh, I like guns. And they talk some made up language that they made up just for the yes. just for the game. Yeah, I, I gotta play that one day. I bought it like a year ago. <laughs> never played it. <laughs> but, like most uh, games I own. But yeah, we've been playing it, and uh, it's uh, it's it's awesome. There's no other way of saying it. Like the story mode is great. Um, you know, playing the co-op together really well um yeah we've only just cracked it too it's only like a small yeah it's like a small sliver of the story yeah by um you know we're we're opening up the map a little bit more each time and uh you guys get uh unlock the any of the companions that you can get with you yet he did you got the dog yeah i went to get the dog first (laughs) i know i know there's one companion that the people have been talking about in all the podcasts that you can get that's a bear really and his name is cheeseburger and he has diabetes. <laughs> so you motherfuckers got to get there. Got to get I, your cheeseburger. I, I want to... You, you take the dog, I'll take the bear. <laughs> yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, but will the, will the bear attack the dog? No, I think they only attack enemies. Oh. They're playing co-op, is probably fine. And, ooh, that'd be awesome to sick a bear on someone. Yeah. <laughs> sounds, it sounds awesome. You can get like... I think you can get like some I kind of... I just screaming into them like, Cheeseburger! <laughs> cheeseburger, <no>! get him! <laughs> cheeseburger, don't forget about your insulin! <laughs> <laughs> gentle Ben. Yeah. <laughs> no Ben. <laughs> um. So. Yeah. I haven't played anything else. That's it. That's it for me, Josh. Yeah, that was pretty much it. Just Far Cry right now. I played plenty of shit. Uh, I dabbled in a bunch. Speed it up a little bit, <laughs> all right? I dabbled in a bunch I feel of like shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I dabbled in a bunch of little games that I played like an hour or less of. But uh, I've played this game called Hand of Fate. I don't know if I ever talked about it on here. But it's basically it's like a mixture of a card game and like a action role playing game. 
So basically, you get this deck of cards that has like all the possible like armor and uh, encounters and stuff that you'll play, and you hop from card to card, and like it'll be a different encounter where you have to choose like your you have to choose like a path to take, or like choose your response to some to something like for dialogue, or you'll just go in and have to fight a bunch of enemies, and then you'll get like gold and rewards and get new cards to add to your deck. It's really weird. It's got, you kind of have to see it. But um, so I played a little bit of that. I played a game that I wanted to play for a very long time, but and it was finally free this past month on Xbox Games with Gold, uh, called Super Hot, and okay. uh, it was a PC game originally. But it's base it's a first person shooter. Each level is like really short, and basically the whole thing is time only moves when you move physically. Okay. So like you can stand, you can look at like spin and look around, and time doesn't move. I don't think, but if you uh, if you like walk. Then time moves at regular pace. So basically, you stop. You can see like where guys are about to shoot, and that way you can like avoid their bullets, or bullets will already be in the air, and you can stop, and then you can move to avoid them. So you're constantly pausing and everything like that. Like but, Max Payne. Yeah, except it it's like complete pause. It's not slow mo. Except Max Payne, but better. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but it's like really slow mo. So it ends up being like more of a puzzle game. So basically, you have to like you don't usually start off with a gun. So like you'll start off with someone. You have to like hit them. Their gun will pop up. You grab it out of the air, shoot them, turn, shoot someone else, and then like run out of bullets, throw your gun at someone else, and then their gun pops out of their hands. Grab that, grab like a bottle, throw that at someone. So like it's all, ha- but it all happens in like a real puzzle-like way because time keeps stopping. And then once you complete the level, it shows a replay of it, but without time stopping. So you just look like an insanely talented badass at this game because it shows it like. Like, when you played it, it took five minutes of constantly stopping time and shit like that. But then they show it, and it's, like, 30 seconds of just the most badass action scene you've ever seen. of just, like, punching someone, catching their gun, shooting someone in the head, throwing the gun at someone else, catching their gun, grabbing a bottle, throwing it. What is this game? Super hot. Super hot. It is on... I believe it's on PS4 as well. It's on Xbox. It was originally on PC. Is it a free game? It, it was free on Xbox Games with Gold. It's, like, PS Plus, but Xbox. It was free with that last month. It's not free on PS, PS4. I mean, maybe one, it might be soon on PS Plus. Okay. Uh, but it's twenty bucks, I think, regular price. That's not bad. No, it's not. But uh, yeah, it's super fun. It's like and like every I like catch myself watching the replay of each level like ten times over because it just looks so badass when it plays all in regular time. Um, so that was a really cool game. I played a little bit of a game called Shadow Complex, which is a Xbox Live arcade game from Xbox 360 back in like 2008. It is a side-scrolling game, but rendered in 3D. So it's a side-scrolling game like Metroid or something like that. Quiet down, Josh. And it's basically exactly <laughs> like Metroid in which you're get, fucking talking too much. getting a bunch of upgrades to access new areas. Uh, but it just the setting is more like a modern-day sci-fi setting. Uh, Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> you, just, you just throw a dick in your mouth and make it come? <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen anybody pantomime suicide so fast. <laughs> Um, <laughs> when you gave me that like shoulder like kind of tap there, I was like, "All right, this is a good." I played cherry pie all over your window. <laughs> well, I just leave it there for a while. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> uh, I played Trials Fusion. The Trials games are those like side-scrolling motocross games where you have to like balance your rider like back and forth, and you do crazy flips and shit like that, and just try to finish the course. Um, I finished Super Mario Odyssey. On Switch, which, uh, I mean, I finished it, so to say, like, I saw credits and beat Bowser, but there's still plenty to do after that, but I don't want to fucking do it. Okay. I beat, I beat the game. That's good enough for me. Um, 
I went back to the game I talked about a while ago called the Technomancer, which is like a uh, cyberpunk uh, RP action RPG where you play as a guy who has like electrical powers called a Technomancer. I played that for a little bit. I finished Batman Telltale series Enemy Within, which is season two. Um, it ended with uh, the way I played it. Joker ended up becoming a vigilante and like trying to join me, but then he like went too far and I had to like take him down basically. Um, and now he's the Joker. Yeah, and now he's basically the Joker. Um, and I went back to WWE 2K18 for the first time in a while. And it, I deleted that. Did you? I deleted it right off my PS4. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I played maybe like a good solid like two, three days of it. Yeah. And uh, I, the mechanics for me were so fucked up compared to like a fighting game. No, uh, they were so fucked up compared to like WrestleMania 2000. Oh, it's much different than those. Games I don't either. like that. <laughs> I don't like that. I like things to stay the same. WrestleMania 2000 still works. Buy N64. <laughs> Play that. Yeah. Make all your Play no mercy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I basically went into that and I just downloaded a bunch of wrestlers that I didn't have because it's been so long. I like to keep the rosters up to date with people who aren't in the game. Okay. Um, so I updated my universe mode with all the correct rosters on each show and all the correct champions and all the people that weren't that aren't there that I felt like adding. Um, and then I played like two matches because that adding everyone took like an hour and a half. <laughs> so that was basically it. The thing that I, the only thing that I really liked about that was the fact that you could build your own belts. Oh yeah, you can create your own that everything. That was fucking awesome. So the good thing about that is that people create them and then upload them, and that way, like belts that weren't in the game will be there. Yeah, because I've seen a picture already of the uh, North American North Championship. American Championship. Um, even last year's game, it was either last year or the year before, the Universal title wasn't in it. Yeah. But like, as soon as the title was unveiled, it was like on the game the next day because someone made it perfectly. Yeah. So that's what it's great that you can keep the game up to date like throughout the year because the rosters change so much. Uh, it's it's good that it can adapt because back in the day you were just fucked. Like if the game came out, it would it would already be missing people, and then you were just fucked until next year anyways. Yeah. Because um, yeah, I remember even when Josh and I used to play like uh, WrestleMania 2000, there was certain characters we had to make. Yeah. Yeah. Because they didn't have certain ones. Right. And like, obviously the entrance themes weren't even close to like yeah. what their regular theme. Yeah, was. you can't do entrance. That's the only thing you can't upload your own entrance music anymore. Like you used to on the 360 games, but you yeah. can't anymore. Um, lastly, you walked into a lot of Parkway Drive, didn't you? Uh, yeah, Parkway Drive and Data Remember. Okay. Come out to that shit. I come out to the Data Remember song, uh, Second Sucks, the one that starts with Fight from Mortal Kombat. Okay. That's a great wrestling entrance right there. Um, I can't I can't remember what band it was. I remember talking about it with Ryan a while ago. Um, the opening part of the song is in uh, from Boondock Saints. That's Data Remember. It's uh, 1952. Okay. Well, the one where he goes... Was, 1953? 1950-something. The one where he goes, there was a firefight? Oh, not that song. Uh, they, they do the, the prayer in uh, the A Day Remember song. Oh, okay. Uh, the, there was a firefight. That might have been like a mirror or something like that. I think that's what it was. Yeah. I think it was a mirror. It might be a mirror. But, um, yeah, because all you hear is, there was a firefight! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I always loved that. I was like, that'd be a great entrance thing. Yeah. Um, lastly, I played the PSP game, God of War Chains of Olympus, because the new God of War comes out next Friday on 420. Oh. Uh, and I was talking to Joe about it, because uh, he pre-ordered it, and I was saying how I was going to pre-order it too, and I pre-ordered the collector's editions, it comes with a sweet fucking statue of, uh, Kratos and the kid in it, I forget his name, it's like Atreus or something okay. like that. It comes with a statue, and then a couple little figures, and then some in-game shit, so I can't fucking wait for that, because I play through all the God of Wars every year, all six of them, in order. Like uh, Ascension, Chains of Olympus, God of War 1, Ghost of Sparta, God of War 2, God of War 3. And now this new one takes place after all that. So uh, 
I started playing Chains of Olympus because I just had it downloaded on my Vita, the PSP game. Okay. So, so I had to just knock that around for a little bit until next week when the new one comes out. Okay. So uh, that's it, though. Got any miscellaneous happenings? I do. All right. You? Uh, one. <laughs> okay. I don't have anything. All right. Shock the system. Blah! All right. What do you got? Uh, I have two. All right. So, uh, would you like me to do one and then you... Yeah, yeah, okay. that sounds good. All right. So, one of them, it's it has nothing to do with me. It's just a comment that I saw on uh, <laughs> on Instagram. Open Bob? What? Open Bob? No, but no. <laughs> I, I still gotta, I gotta try to see if I can find more of those. <laughs> um, this one, it was just a comment. It was talking about... Um, you know, ever, like, someone ever eating too many pot brownies? Yeah. And some guy wrote, I, rem- I remember taking a brownie, an hour passed, nothing happened. So I took two more. Oh, my God. And 30 to 45 minutes late, 30 to 45 minutes after that, I went to a parallel universe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I don't know why I saw that and I was like, yeah, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah. All right, what do you got? Uh, the other day we had, um, what do you call it, a uh, kid in our school there. Um, With a gun? No. no. <laughs> it, it, it might have, it, it gone, it went, the way it went down, it might have well best like if he had a gun. Yeah. Um, I guess he was like, uh, from what I heard, I didn't see it because I came in in the middle of it, but I guess what happened was he was supposedly like play fighting or getting really like rough housing with another student yeah and when the uh police officer was monitoring the halls he went up to him and i guess uh either tried to get his attention by tapping him or just getting to stop yeah and he quickly turned around yelled out something where he was like uh they call him a faggot like the other kid did i don't know i don't (laughs) think it came to that but um, said he wasn't his mom or dad, and then I guess supposedly pushed him. Oh, nice. So the kid got fucking drilled into the floor, <laughs> and he got the cuff slapped on him so fast. Oh, yeah. The kid was screaming at, you know, get the fuck <laughs> off me. Jesus Christ. Call, he's calling for the principal. <laughs> <laughs> principal, save me from the cops. <laughs> Idiot. That was the best. <laughs> he was like, go get, you know, so-and-so, and I'm just like, ah... <laughs> I'm like it's a it's in the hands of the Lord now. <laughs> Jesus, take this child. <laughs> but oh, uh, it was great. I I was so sad I did not have my phone because I immediately would have pulled it out and started screaming World Star. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> world Star, World Star. I was, I was right there. It was basically like from where I am to where that chair is over there. Yep. That's how far away I was. Oh, I'm, nice. I'm just, and I'll, you got all the kids around watching, yeah. and part of me is like. I, I want to watch this too. I want to see how this goes <laughs> yeah. down. So I'm kind of watching. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah you guys need to go to Stay class. Is that. is he? <laughs> but oh, yeah, I I don't think that kid's coming get back. Get the fuck <laughs> off me! He's like, get off me! He's like, I'll fucking kick your ass, which he didn't. Yeah. No. Um. Did the principal show? I, I think he finally did, but... He, he probably didn't. has to in those matters, I assume. <laughs> Regardless wearing, of if he was, was asked he wearing, for. Was he wearing his tight pants? <laughs> <laughs> I 
Prince, yeah, his name's Principal Tight Pants. Oh, it is. <laughs> Principal Cock Outline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, so get to my last one. Uh, yeah. Uh, this one actually happened uh, a couple weeks ago. Okay. Because obviously we didn't record last week. Yep. So, um, you know, I left here, uh, went by to go uh, visit Ryan and uh, Alicia very quick. Yep. So I stopped at the Cumberland Farms right near their place. Mm-hmm. Went in, just got a small drink, nothing crazy. Guy comes over. Obviously, you've seen my jacket before. Yep. Mini Alistair Black. Yeah, basically. And, uh, <laughs> you know, so he, he looks at my patches and he goes, hey, cool jacket, man. And I go, oh, thanks, man. And he goes, I like Judas Priest. And I went, all right. Hardcore, bro. I was like, very cool, Get that man. British steel. Yeah. You know Rob Halford sucks cocks, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know he's the reason that Freddie Mercury's dead. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, all right, cool, man. And he goes, you like Judas Priest? I'm like, no. Yeah, that immediately, like, crushed his world. But this guy doesn't know how to read social cues. Yeah. So, like, I'm just waiting for the transaction to end. And he was like, yeah, I saw him, like, two days ago. And I was like, what? Okay. And I was like, that's that's cool. He goes, my friend saw him a week ago. Are we still talking about this? <laughs> I told him, I was like, I just told you I don't care. And he goes, yeah, you got a picture with him. Hey, it's on my Instagram. Do you want to check it oh out? Oh, my I God. Want... I was like, no. No, I don't. <laughs> the kid reminded me of the kid that doesn't know how to read social media. Oh, this, was not a, this wasn't like a 55-year-old man? No, this was like, like a kid younger than us. Oh, shit. I was picturing like a like a middle-aged dude. No. That was all horny about Jewish priests because no. he didn't know what was cool this nowadays. He was like 22, 23. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's and, weird. Uh, hey, maybe he's just autistic. But he reminded me of the kid from Big Mouth, the one who doesn't know how to read social Yeah, cues. yeah. <laughs> Hi, you're looking at me. Uh, yeah. How tall are you? There's a monster behind you. <laughs> That's the envisionment that I had. I was talking to that kid. Yeah. And then I was like, hey, quick question. And he goes, what's up? I'm like, is there an ATM nearby? And he goes, yeah, there's one over in the corner over there. I go, okay. You're the big one uh, where Sean Madani used to be? No. Oh. Um, it's, uh, right off of Darkness Street. Okay, yeah. And, uh, so I walk over there. <laughs> no word of a lie. He proceeds to keep shouting about Judas Priest. Jesus Christ. Across the fucking store. Wow. And I was like, all right, man. <laughs> I'm sorry I got you so horny with my jacket, yeah, you fucking and I, lunatic. And I was like, all right, man. <laughs> and he goes, hey, you, uh. You, you like Motley Crue? Oh, I'm a Jesus. huge Motley Crue fan. I do. I love Motley Crue. Uh, he was like, you like Motley Crue? This is the only time in my life that I will ever say that I didn't, just to end that <laughs> fucking conversation. Yeah. And I was happy that like there was a drove of people that came in to get cigarettes and yeah. other shit. Condoms. I don't know. Condoms. Unlubricated. Backroom back handies. Yeah. Female condoms. Yeah. So it was one of those Snickers wrappers like, also I, used I, as condoms. <laughs> Doritos bag uses condoms. Inside out Doritos bag uses a condom. That's a good one. Get that cheesy flavor. Yeah. That's how you give a bitch some thrush. <laughs> I just learned. I learned that word a couple weeks ago. And it's probably the best fucking thing I've ever heard. It's so much funnier than yeast infection. <laughs> You're going to hear that a lot in the next few episodes. Uh, I've been using it almost daily for weeks. <coughs> Give that bitch some thrush. Give that bitch thrush. My dirty old dick. 
Just so I didn't have to talk to this kid anymore. Oh, God. That sounds painful. Oh, all right. right. Yeah. So the uh, the kid that I'm referring to is that kid. Yes. <laughs> With the rolly backpack. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I don't know why, but that was the, just the first thought that came to my head. Because he's socially retarded. Yeah. It's like uh, I'm, I'm trying my hardest to shut down every fucking thing that you're saying. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. All right. All right. Let's give a couple bitches some thrush. Yeah, I'm about to. Megan's just loading up with thrush constantly. Wrap it up. All right. As always. You can get our episodes every Tuesday when I put them up. You can get them on iTunes. You can get them on any podcast app. Or you can stream or download it from our website directly, nerdinput.com. You can follow us on Instagram and Snapchat at Nerdinput Podcast. And you can email us at podcast at nerdinput.com. That's it. See ya.